0: I'm going back down maybe one more time, deep down home, October road, test the time, it's a real good sign.
1: How's everyone doing? Let's make some noise, come on.
0: October, the trees are stripped there from all Just another work day. You serious, Clark? Oh, how I hate to see October
2: go. I'm not the one to complain, Mr. Waffley, but I thought you said no work stuff. She said don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. This is the Tony Bruno Show.
0: So, you have accepted the truth.
2: Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us today. As we begin broadcast activities from Mission Control, from Ground Zero, From from Tranquility Base, from the Nerve Center, from the the worldwide headquarters of Bruno Nation Live. Trying to think of other things that you can use to describe.
1: Especially with this really dramatic music going on. Well,
2: it's the greatness of the Sam Spence. And NFLfilms.com.
1: It is. They do make fantastic music, I gotta say. Yes, they do. And movies and films.
2: Speaking of films, we will have a boy meets, girl meets, boy meets porn update on this show today. It always ends up with porn, Robin. No matter what happens, no matter how hard you try, eventually it becomes porn. But we'll get to that later, because we got a lot of stuff. First of all, excited to announce that my man, Kevin Harlan will be joining us at 1.30 in a half an hour as we break down weekend NFL action. Kevin Harlan will be doing the game on CBS. here from uh, Sunday, Lincoln Financial Field. And yes, baseball postseason is underway. You know why? Because the weather has turned to shit already. It's cold. It's rainy. We went from 90 degrees to guys warming up for baseball playoff action. Chilly out in Oakland last night, but not as cold as unfortunately the A's fans felt. But we have to start off with breaking news, Robin, as the Phillies continue to sit on their hands somewhere in offices inside the bowels of Citizens Bank Park on a rainy, chilly, thirsty Thursday afternoon here in the Philadelphia tri-state, Baltimore, Washington, uh, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, New Jersey, uh, semi seventy-two uh, state region following me?
0: I, I, how about I'll just okay. make it
2: Metro Atlantic? Okay. How about in the, in the Northeast Corridor, the eastern seaboard? The weather sucks. It's crappy in New York where they don't play baseball till tomorrow night. I don't know how crappy it is in Atlanta, but they got baseball tonight. But, but the big story right now, ladies and gentlemen, just when you thought it was safe to have a job in Major League Baseball, even though Black Monday didn't really turn out the way we thought it would be,
0: the New
2: bring York your Mets life. got tired of waiting I for the Phillies. The Mets
0: are really sucking? The ball,
2: sucking? No, they finished ahead of the Phillies in the National League East. What are you talking about? Side, side, the New York Metropolitans have said, team, No más. It's over for Mickey Calloway, ladies and gentlemen. I don't celebrate people being fired. I just announced the news. And the Mets have made the move. And, of course, the Philadelphia Phillies haven't done anything. And it brings us to the question of the day, which has been the question of the day for the last, how many days now, Robin? Four days. What are they saying all over Philadelphia now and all over the MLB? What are they saying out there, Robin? We are waiting. And apparently there is no one in any hurry. By the way, in Atlanta, 95 degrees at first pitch today. So it still is hot Atlanta down in the dirty, dirty south. So that game will be played. And there will be a lot of sweat and perspiration and all that. Philadelphia, our Super Bowl champion. Not yet. I know Carson Wentz's quarterback rating and the, all the power rankings in the NFL are making people crazy and giving sports talk show hosts fodder to try to fill time in a week where the uh, Phillies haven't played. The Phillies. The Eagles haven't played since last Thursday night. This is one of those tough weeks when you come off a Thursday game uh-huh. and you've got nothing to talk about for the Sunday games because the Eagles here in the Philadelphia didn't play. Right. So now you've got all these other games. You know, these other things going on. So you got to make shit up. you got to worry about power rankings. you got to worry about quarterback ratings, where Carson Wentz is ranked. And then you'll have all these talk show hosts posting surveys and polls. And then you have real football people actually looking at raw numbers and saying, this is where Carson Wentz is ranking right now in the NFL. And then you have the other people like, oh, my quarterback's better than your quarterback. Your quarterback sucks. My quarterback sucks. Your quarterback sucks. And that's what we need. No more lists, no more polls, except the ones where the single moms are just out there trying to earn a living during this And we try to support them
1: whenever we can.
2: Absolutely. So don't forget, guys, if you, want, if you like the scenery, whip out the greenery. Mr. Thursday Night is here. We'll be out and about. This is a doubleheader Thursday, Robin.
1: Yes, it is. Um, but we want to remind you that today this portion of the doubleheader will only be two hours because we will have two hours later. So they get a total of four.
2: Exactly right. That means people will start complaining now that we're only doing two hours now and two hours later. By people,
1: we mean Dean. Yeah, exactly. But uh, screw Dean because he's getting (laughs) actually an extra hour.
2: (laughs) And so, listen, what's going on with the Phillies here? Mickey Calloway fired by the Mets. Two seasons. I like how they don't, they don't call it firings anymore. It's called relieved of his duties. Yeah. How is he relieved? He just got fired.
1: Well, if he would got he be a nice, relieved
2: if he got fired?
1: If he got a nice uh, going away package, maybe he is. I don't know.
2: I don't know what his deal is. I just know that he's no longer the man. Even though the Mets finished ahead of the Phillies in third place in the National League East. Gabe
1: Kapler's still here. And,
2: gave, and again, I'm not calling for Gabe Kapler's firing. I'm no. calling for some sort of sign, sign, anywhere a sign. You know who did that song, Robin? Sign, sign, anywhere
1: a sign.
2: Everywhere a sign. Uh, I can... You're never going to guess this one because this is one of those fringe songs. But is, it, is but long hair, na- hair?
1: Yeah, you know the song, right? Need not apply. Uh, Do
2: this, don't do that. uh, I believe it's the five-man electrical band. Let's check it out. Five-man. I'm
1: going to say I believe you. Electrical
2: band, I believe, did signs.
1: Because. Not
2: Almeido signs, and of course, not Inez signs.
1: I'm not going to question your music knowledge.
2: This is a live version. This is how it begins. Listen, remember this song. Okay. We're waiting. We're waiting.
1: This is the part I remember.
2: And the sign said.
1: And
0: the sign said long-haired, freaky people need not apply. So I took my hair up under my hat and I went in to ask him why. Why? He said you look like a fine." Young man, I think you do So I took off my hat I said, imagine that Hey, <laughs> me, working for you Oh, Sign.
2: On shot of sight. Site. We need more of that. <laughs> so <I
0: don't> <laughs> we need to bring those Give signs them. back. Hey,
2: <laughs> right How about that poll right there, Robin? I wasn't even no, planning no, on that. No. What just... I was just thinking about, that was all organic, which we like to do because we're a free range, non GMO, certified, verified, approved by the FDA, the USGA and any other organization that you can think of. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> I, I, I really, I, I know better. I will not question you on songs.
2: I don't think, you, you know, we did the whole one-hit wonder thing. Nobody remembered the five-man electrical band. You remember the five-man electrical? Did they have any other hits besides that? Uh, I don't know. You're I think Johnny Doherty that- hired them at the IBEW uh, workers' union here in Philadelphia. And they haven't been heard from since. Rebel
1: Man 9311.
2: And what was that? What's this theme he uses now as his blurb walk up song, Robin?
1: It's one of the, it's like Kojak or. No, Barnaby Jones. Barnaby Jones. Come on,
2: Robin. It's one of those. You're taking me- medication and don't remember anything. You're taking Adderall and you don't remember something that happened last week. I have an excuse. I'm old and <laughs> I still remember what happened last week. I don't remember what happened yesterday. Five man. <laughs> Electrical Elect- ban. Okay. I believe they are rewiring the uh, Wells Fargo Center for the upcoming NBA and NHL seasons.
1: Well, this should give you an idea of how <laughs> they were as in, for the album. On Spotify itself, Signs has over 2.5 million downloads, mm-hmm. whereas everything else has less than 200,000.
2: Anything else that they've done?
1: Anything else that they've done. I've
2: okay. never heard anything else, the five-man electrical band. I didn't have them when I had my record player going at night before I put the kids to bed.
1: They did you know a song called Absolutely Right, I'm a Stranger Here, where Oh, I remember
2: Absolutely Right.
1: You do? Yes. Okay, it, I'll play it.
2: You're absolutely... Should be my theme song. You're absolutely <laughs> right, yo.
1: Yeah, really. Remember this song? i at your door. No. I'm not part of that 199,669
2: who downloaded this song. Remember, here it comes. Not the Main Street Disney Electrical Parade. Absolutely right. you can Thank you. This should be the Mr. Thursday Night theme song. Yes, it
1: should. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to add it to an open.
2: I apologize, five man electrical
1: badge.
0: So so I remember this. It was absolutely trash. This
2: question, <laughs> I'm wrong. That's, that should be Robin's. I'm absolutely right, and you're wrong,
1: sucker. This portion of the song will soon be incorporated into the Tony Bruno Open.
0: <laughs>
2: anyway, how about that? That is great, great kicking at old school today. We could have played a block of Nickelback since they're back in the news now. You see that story? No. So, so I see y- Nickelback's trending, and I'm like, did something happen? Did somebody actually remember that they were still a group? No, apparently, Donald Trump's PR people, because Donald Trump doesn't post right. memes and create all of these dumb things that get thrown on Twitter and people go crazy over. You think he's sitting at home? He's sitting in the White House and, and saying, let me make a meme, you know, and then and put that, it but... together, and, and then put together. He doesn't have time. He's tweeting 24-7. But not making this about politics. So I guess somebody did a meme where, where they used the Nickelback song that I had never even heard before, because as you know, Nickelback sucks. Did then, does now.
1: Now, interestingly enough... Uh, now, what you're
2: supposed to say is, what's interesting to note here... What's interesting
1: to note here is, so I did hashtag Nickelback on Twitter just to see if I could find it really easily, and the very first thing that t- pops up is somebody retweeting President Trump, but President Trump's tweet that says, look at this photograph... The media has been disabled in response. Yes, you know towards- why?
2: Because I read this this morning. Nickelback filed a copyright claim, having their song removed from this meme, which is Nickelback when they did this song photograph. I guess they held up a picture of somebody, the lead singer, dude, whoever he is. Oh.
1: <laughs> and so what they what did, whoever
2: did this meme, put All a the- picture of Joe Biden. I in found
1: his- a, a screenshot of it.
2: Yeah, it's a picture. Somebody did a. Because there's a lot of people sitting around all day just creating these kinds Hello, of things.
1: Hello, where is it?
2: So Nickelback then finds out about this and now has been made relevant again for five minutes because they filed a copyright claim against Donald Trump or whoever puts his memes up because he retweeted the meme of Joe Biden being held up in the photograph at the Golf Foursome, I guess, with his son and yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah, uranian yeah. And the oil guys. So that's what happened. This got pulled. And Nickelback. Now, now I guarantee you, Nickelback's going to file a copyright claim against this show. So if you want to become famous, do something, rip the president, rip Trump, and then you'll become famous again. When nobody, I mean nobody, even remember that you were still around. (laughs) You want to talk about some white folk shit right there? Nickelback, Robin. I'm waiting for Nickelback. Enough uh, of the Nickelback crap.
1: Yeah, seriously.
2: You know, you know I-, I never understood the universal disdain for Nickelback, but then I listened to their songs, and then I understand the almost not not completely universal because they do have some fans out there, Robin.
1: They do, but the, the problem with Nickelback that I always find is that they always sound like they're straining, like they're like they are straining,
2: <laughs> like me trying to go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. until I go to the doctor's tomorrow.
1: So here, here <laughs> is the. Retweet, I guess this is the screenshot of what President Trump and and obviously the, there was a video attached to it.
2: Yeah, it's it's a it's a video of it's called photograph. Look at this picture, and whoever did the meme, who I believe was not Trump sitting in his office, who probably doesn't even know how to make a meme, Doubtful. or look up a meme. Uh, they put the picture of the Nickelback dork holding up the frame that they used, I right. guess, in the video for this song, photograph, and then because it became. People were laughing at it and going crazy over it and getting triggered over it. Nickelback had to jump in and regain at least another 15 minutes of notoriety and fame. So congratulations to Nickelback.
1: I mean, what, what part of any publicity is good publicity do they not understand?
2: Are they coming to Philly anytime soon?
1: If they are, I'm sure that Mike Missanelli will go see him.
2: No, nah, he's not a Nickelback <laughs> fan. They're not, they're not even considered alt. They're not? No, Nickelback. I don't know what they are. I don't know whether they're country, grunge. They span a lot of uh, gamuts of bad music. I just call them sucky. I want my Nickelback for listening to them. I never even spent a nickel listening to them. But anyway, enough about Nickelback. I just thought I'd have a little fun with that. Because when I see Nickelback trending, you know what happens? You wake up in the morning, you look on. Okay, who's dead? Yeah, did they die? Did they come up with a new album? What are they doing? And then I looked up why Nickelback was trending, and I said, over a stupid meme video where their song was played and used. Yeah. The fact that somebody was able to think of Nickelback song photograph and use their and go back and pull their old music video. Whatever I don't know what picture they were holding up in the original one, but then put in the Joe Biden picture with his son and the playing golf. They're all right-handed though. I noticed that, you know. And I've taken many of those pictures at golf tournaments. You know, where you stand up in front of the tee box and you put your driver out. Right. You say, "Excuse me," while I whip this out, baby. (laughs) And then you put the driver down, and everybody lines up, and the four drivers, the foursome in the group.
1: The real photograph.
2: What was the real photograph in the uh, Uh, nickel bag? uh, Nickel back. I'd rather have a nickel bag, and I don't even smoke dope.
1: (laughs) The real image is of him and I believe an ex-girlfriend. Is I'm assuming that that's what that is. But this is the real photograph that he was holding up in the music video.
2: What was in the music video? Is it Tim, the guy that looks like a a lion who's a, a lion who's been sheared? Was he the lion in the Bronx Zoo that that woman climbed over yes. the fence to go look at?
1: Yes, I'm sure.
2: He's just been sitting there in the Bronx Zoo waiting for some attention. And luckily a lady who was obviously look, whacked I mean, out of her the, mind.
1: In the photograph, the hair is even more beautiful.
2: So that's a picture of him?
1: It's a picture of him. Looks. I mean, I'm sure that he's, he's like, the song is about reminiscing. This about is a chick
2: that, that, I, that I, I once banged. I know you probably don't believe I banged her. So, I'm the lead singer of Nickelback.
1: No, I think, no, no. no I, don't think, I don't even know if it's an old girlfriend. I think it's an old friend, and maybe that old friend is no longer a friend. Okay, I don't know.
2: I don't want to offend no people idea. who are, are paying tribute to lost loved ones. I'm assuming, A, it's not his ex wife. It's not his ex girlfriend. Maybe it's somebody who died. Again, I wouldn't know this because I haven't. The only words I understand of that song are photograph. Look at this photograph. That's the only thing I've ever heard. Uh... I really don't dig deep into, into lyrics. You know what I'm saying? No, that's not Owen Wilson. That is not Owen Wilson in the picture. Anyway, enough about Nickelback. Let's get down to the business. Kevin Harlan's going to join us in about 10 minutes, Robin. We're going to get down to the nuts and bolts of an NFL Week 5, which starts tonight. And you know what it starts with tonight, Robin, in the National Football League?
1: What starts tonight on the National Football League? Thank you. That thing needs to be turned down just a tad.
2: I only hear it in one ear, though.
1: Yeah, I do, too.
2: I want it in push, stereo where available. Can
1: you push uh, both the little doohickeys in on the top and see if it's maybe one of the, the doohickeys is I want to blow this up. sucker up now. Do you know what I'm talking about? The the cables. I got all
2: the buttons pushed in.
1: Cables. Just oh. make sure both of those cables are pushed in all the way. Ah,
2: oh, there it yeah, is. There see? It is. Because this thing doesn't stand up, and when it falls back down, I know. one of the wires gets loose. I
1: need to get a stand of some kind for it. Jesus.
2: Tonight, up in Seattle, where I can assure you the weather is nasty, it's raining, it's cold, it's drizzly. It's pretty much every day in Seattle, Washington. People will be all Starbucks up. Oh, what's the other big coffee one up there in Seattle?
1: Um, Seattle's Best.
2: Seattle's Best. Seattle's Worst. Seattle's all... Best is
1: actually bigger than Starbucks. I know it is.
2: Starbucks, that's where it started.
1: Nope, nope, nope. Actually, Seattle's best was where it started in Seattle. But Starbucks
2: also, so does so, Starbucks. The guy who's made Starbucks is from Seattle. Yes. Is he it still was... running for president, by the way? Uh, no. Howard Schultz, I believe his he, name is. He gave that up. It's about damn time. He should give up uh, $7 coffees, too. I gave they, those up a couple of years ago. A lot of
1: ago. people go, oh, Ooh, speaking of uh, Democratic presidential candidates, did you hear the story about uh, Elizabeth Warren that is just so silly? No, and- I don't
2: want to talk about politics. No, in no, the no, show, no, no, Robin.
1: no. I just think it's, I'm actually like, you go, girl. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, apparently, some 20 some something year old military guy is coming out saying that he's had a sexual relationship with Elizabeth for the no! last No! I know. She's
2: banging a young military
1: dude? That's what well, I know. Have you reading. seen her husband?
2: He doesn't even have a beer I, with her.
1: I know. Did you ever see that
2: beer, the video of a, she's sitting in the kitchen, she opens a beer, yes. and then her husband, out of nowhere, just happens to walk into the frame. And she's, oh, honey, would you like a beer? And he says, get out of my face with that crazy shit.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm saying, you know what? Oh, Best- well, you know what?
2: Now I have a reason to really like Elizabeth Warren.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe she's a little bit more freaky than we thought.
2: Hey, she looks freaky. And you know how I am with the uh, freaky, weaky, deaky, weakies.
1: <laughs> you like a little freak on.
2: Uh, Tebow's pretzel, unlike Bruno's hemorrhoids, the cables are now pushed all the way in. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we'll do a deal with that tomorrow, okay? Let's try, let's try to get through today.
1: Yeah, we, I'm we, taking we,
2: it one day at a time, ladies and yeah, gentlemen.
1: Have you noticed that uh, Tony's roid rage is, is not subsided quite Subsided a little su- bit. Su- subsided it a little bit.
2: A, it's starting to... <laughs> it's starting to when, whenever I think about it, that's when it hurts. Okay. So yes. don't let me think about okay, it. Okay, we're not going to
1: talk about it. We're not going to think about Jesus. it. We don't want to re- reenact yesterday. <laughs> Especially since uh, Kevin Harlan is coming on momentarily, which always puts you in a good mood. I, you know, when I texted Kevin, I, I, uh, I don't know if you saw what I texted him, but I said, hey, Kevin, are you, are you available for a bromance sex- segment <laughs> with uh, Tony? And he said, absolutely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, normally, you know, when it's a nationally televised game, now the Eagles-Jets game is not their number one game no. on Sunday on CBS. And Kevin obviously is great at everything, NBA, yeah. football. He does it all. He's really, really good. You don't need me to tell you that. And so he's been assigned to do this Eagles-Jets game. And a lot of times when it's a national game, the announcers get in on Thursday. Right. And then they get to go to a practice. Then they sit down and interview all the coaches and stuff. And since this game, when it kicks off at 102, they'll just go right to the game. They don't need all the interviews and stuff to do pre pregame stuff like they do on Sunday night football and Monday night. Those guys go in. you know, They sit around with the coaches. They talk to players. They have one-on-ones. Guys that come in and do, you know, he's coming in on Saturday. He'll be there for the walkthrough, and then he'll do the game on Sunday. And, of course, we will be live from 10 to noon at Tollman Joe's for our Countdown to Kickoff pregame show, which leads right into, on the Eagles radio network, Merrill Reese and the official Eagles pregame show at noon. So you want the best pregame coverage on Sunday leading up to Eagles and J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Hang on out at Tollman Joe's. All right? But anyway, so that's the latest, and he's going to join us in a moment. And uh, we're getting ready for that. I saw some video, and I'll ask Kevin about this, from the Jets bubble practice facility today. Sam Darnold is out there throwing the football around. Now, Sam Donald, we remember, not Sam Donaldson, he's uh, got the bad hair piece, and it's even worse now that he's older. Something about guys when they get older and they continue to wear rugs, the rugs just, you know, just get worse, not better.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, like, I don't think that they changed them.
2: No, they do. you got to change it. You can't have a, a perfectly brown one when you're in your late 70s. Well, so you got to have a little bit of – got to have some salt and pepper in there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but I
1: don't, think, I don't think that they're uh, – that they do that. For whatever reason, I think they hang on to those old nah, colors. I think
2: if you're a hip and trendy bald guy who wants to wear a rug and you've got a good one, you have to keep upgrading the rug. It's like having a bad, it's like when you buy a house and it's an old house and it's got carpeting inside. You got to get that shit out of there. You know, like this house. We had purple carpeting in this house when we bought it. Are we going to say, you know, that purple carpeting's been around a long time. I I think we should keep it because I sort of like the purple carpeting. No, you rip the shit out and you get some new stuff. In fact, you don't get carpeting at all. You put down the hardwoods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was hoping he was going to be in town and then come to the wine cellar. But he's coming in Saturday, or else he would be here with us today. Oh, absolutely. In studio, the great Kevin Harlan. So we're going to get him on the phone. In three minutes. Three minutes left. We will have a What the Puck update today in Las Vegas. We will have a Sports Illustrated. Did you see what they're dropping today at Sports Illustrated?
1: No, what are they dropping?
2: The body bag issue. Not the body issue. Unfortunately, it looks like. Sports Illustrated is about to give another 40 people the old heave (sighs) home.
1: that's sad. It is. I mean, that's what's happening
2: to all these publications.
1: Yeah, because nobody, I mean, I don't even read books in paper anymore. Everything is done on my tablet. The same thing with magazines. Well, it's happening
2: to all print media. You know, there's a lot of magazines that aren't printed. Newspapers do most of their business online the Mm -hmm. digital way. Some people buy, like, hard copies of the New York Times or the Washington Post. But I don't have uh, parrots or birds anymore, <laughs> so I don't need the newspaper. I just get the weekly food circulars now, you know, uh, when they bring them to the house every Thursday with all the weekly food sales at Acme and ShopRite and all the other supermarkets. We used to have to buy the paper to get the coupons. Remember on Sundays? Mm-hmm. I remember I'd get the paper, I'd get the sports section, and then I'd get the coupons and start cutting them out. That's what you do when you're a broke ass. You know what I'm saying? So Sports Illustrated. The big story today all over the place has started in the Wall Street Journal. It's on dead spin. It's on the big lead, apparently the parent company. Because, you know, Sports Illustrated was bought out. And so what happens when somebody buys somebody else out? The boss who comes in and makes gazillions of dollars for being in charge looks around and says, okay, what, we ca- what can we get rid of now? We can't get rid of any executives who are making big money and have great insurance plans and have all the great perks that comes with being an executive. Let's get rid of all of our grunt workers, the people who go out and cover stuff for Sports Illustrated. Yeah, let's get rid of them. 40 or 50, I'm reading, will get the old heave-ho. That's sad. And they'll probably wait till tomorrow. What's interesting about this Sports Illustrated story is they just sent out a promo release excited about the future of Sports Illustrated. And then a day later, word gets out that they're going to, like, blow the place up. Wow. Don't call me Tony Coupon Bruno. So the people are all doing Groupons now, right? I don't really cut out coupons because now you don't have to. They're clipless. When you go into the supermarket, you look on this thing and you, you get up yeah, your app. Yeah, you it still
1: hasn't totally been perfected yet. No, nah, they can't annoying. get it
2: right. They can't get anything right, Robin. You know what else we'll have today on the show? We will have an update. No, they're not rebooting it. They don't have to. Cause you know why, Robin? The Boardwalk Empire lives on in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Now, I never watched Boardwalk Empire because I already know what it's all about. The mayor of Atlantic City, Robin, the latest victim, self-inflicted victim of the Boardwalk Empire, Baby. Did you ever watch that show, Robin?
1: I never did. I never did. I don't watch
2: Boardwalk Empire or regular Empire.
1: Tony, just so that you know, I am. Uh, I'm making the phone call now.
2: All right, I'll wait. I'll play the Boardwalk Empire. Speaking of empires, it's the Kevin Harlan Empire. Not the evil empire. Not empire carpets. Not the Jesse, juicy small A empire. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. It is time. On a cool and miserable Thursday. as Fall has finally arrived here on the East Coast. And a man will be making his way here. He will, be, he will be gracing the airwaves with his tones as he breaks it down and gives you Eagles, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 live on CBS on Sunday, the great Kevin Harlan. Kevin, how are you, buddy? Hello? Robin? Is he there? I hear something in the background. Oh, there he is. Kevin? Kevin?
1: I'm here.
3: Oh. I'm here, and I. But <laughs> I, kept, I was maybe laughing so hard at your introduction, I hit the mute on my phone. I it probably is on me, Robin. I'm sorry.
2: That's all right. I'm used to ripping Robin because something happens over, <laughs> almost every day. Because this is a two. Per, I don't have a production truck. I don't have seventy-two technical people, eighteen camera guys and women, and all these other people.
3: Well, it's a shame you don't.
2: <laughs> people like it when there's a train wreck. People like when shows, you know, have technical difficulties when you're live because they want to see. They, yeah, don't don't people laugh at people when they mess up in their jobs?
3: Well, yeah, I guess they do, and, and I do all the time. I know people laugh at me basically every time they hear my voice. So I, if, if you can't go through life with a sense of humor, then then you probably shouldn't be out there doing what you're doing. And uh, I'm not going to say J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Every time they they do some plus I don't think they're going to do anything. That's, that's what comes. There's, there's, there's not going to be a whole. There's not going to be a whole lot to celebrate. I, they're they're struggling, and if their quarterback isn't back this week, then I I don't know what the Eagles are going to see. I really don't because last last time they played, they had Luke Falk, and he was in New England. And we actually did that game up in Foxborough, and uh, and he struggled. They punted like ten of eleven possessions. So. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like for the Jets this weekend. And uh, I would say the Eagles will build upon their win at Green Bay and turn the corner and, and look for a good uh, finish to the first half of the year.
2: Now, Kevin, I just saw some video at the Jets' practice bubble, and Sam Darnold is actually out there throwing football. So I don't know if that means he's going to play. I heard he was cleared for not cleared for contact uh, and if you've been watching the Eagles' defensive line, they haven't really been cleared for contact either because they haven't been able to get the <laughs> pass rush on people. That's true. But Sam Darnold is out throwing around, so isn't that a sign to you that they're going to put him in there against the Eagles on Sunday?
3: Well, it's all about, you know, can he take the hits, and I guess these doctors are all over it, obviously, as they should be, and they're going to they're see if he's cleared for contact, and if he is, it will be by a razor's edge. I mean, he's, he's really pushing the envelope, Pierce. here since, being diagnosed for mononucleosis. And as we know, it's the enlarged spleen that is the issue, and it's not protected by, like, a rib cage or any kind of bone area. So you're, you're exposed, and that that is going to be a concern. And I would guarantee you that that uh, even though, you know, a fourth loss could really be, you know, curtains for the Jets in this season, because I don't think any team has come back from an 0-4 start since 2010 and only one he has done that since 1990. So I mean, it's going to be difficult. And you're basically saying, "All right, we spent all this money on, on Mosley. We spent all this money on Le'Veon Bell, and um, and we're going to have to wait another year." It, it seems like boy, sure, early time. But what are they going to do? I mean, they, they've got they've got their their franchise quarterback who's dealing with mononucleosis, and if he's not healthy enough to take a hit, he can't take a hit because it could be life threatening. So. It's going to be all what the doctors say, and it may come up until Saturday. They may check him Saturday morning and say, you know what, it's, it's decreased in size and safe to be hit and, and go, or they're going to say, no, you know what, I'm not comfortable putting you out there taking a hit. Let's wait another week, and they, they could easily do that.
2: The great Kevin Harlan, I already have declared myself not ready for contact, and I have put myself on the <laughs> do-not-play pop list for Sunday's game here in Philadelphia in South Philly. Not far from where you'll be, Kevin, in our wine cellar here in the shadows of uh, Lincoln Financial Field. You know, next time you get into town, if you're going to come in a little early, you've got to come into the studio here in our beautiful wine cellar in South Philadelphia. You don't get to do that. We've got all kinds of good stuff down here, Kevin. Well,
3: I, I'll definitely do it. I see it at the Super Bowl every year, and I'll definitely do it. If we get in, I'm coming in Saturday. Uh, you know, the NBA season has started. Uh, yes. Preseason. Camps are open, so my Schedule is is getting pretty pretty convoluted, so I gotta I gotta make sure that I get a couple of days at home a week. And, and so I'm gonna, I'll be here for coming uh, Sunday. Will you will you be at the game on Sunday? By the way, I'll, I'll be I, doing do
2: a you? pregame but, show, but I'll be in a bar drinking large uh, quantities of beer ah,
3: good. Yeah, and uh, eating. Then I'll a, definitely join you there. I'll
2: <laughs> join
0: you
2: there. <laughs> Kevin Harlan. Now, of course, and you're still now you're still doing the uh, the Monday night football radio broadcast too, right?
3: Yes. Correct, yeah. We were in Pittsburgh this past week, and we go to San Francisco with the Cleveland uh, 49ers game on Monday out in the Bay Area.
1: Kevin here, this is Miss Robin. We have several people who uh, were saying, can Kevin please, please become the voice of Monday Night Football? He is the voice.
2: He's the radio voice of Monday Night Football.
1: They want him on all the time. He doesn't work
2: for ESPN. He works for CBS and Westwood One and TNT. How many yeah, jobs I'm can not- this man have? He does NBA, he does football, the he does
1: fanatics. people want him more. <laughs>
3: exactly. Well, I, uh, I don't get to see the Monday night broadcast, so I don't know what goes on there. Uh, uh, I do know that I enjoy the radio a great deal and enjoy working with, with Kurt Warner, who is a, a, a terrific guy and a Hall of Fame quarterback, as we know, and offers a lot of great insight, and so I really enjoy him. and. We enjoy our radio gig. I'm, I'm very comfortable where I am right now, and I'm sure those guys are doing a great job on TV, but I'll, I'll, stick, I'll stick with the radio right
2: now. <laughs> the great Kevin Hart. Now, you did the Colts game on Sunday. Then you, yeah. went, you did the Pittsburgh Steelers-Cincinnati debacle. And then you're doing yeah. – So are you doing – because NBA – because there's a couple of NBA preseason games tonight. So when did you, your NBA action start?
3: That'll start next week. I'll do a preseason game next week. And uh, I think Marv has actually got this, I think we got a game, I think TNG's got a game maybe Saturday, actually, and uh, then we'll do one the week after. That'll be my game, and then we'll go into the season. And um, I'll open up with the Clippers and the Lakers in L.A. on Tuesday when the season opens, and then stay on the West Coast, and then Thursday, uh, two days later, I'll do um, Golden State, opening up their brand-new building and they'll take on the Clippers in that game, too. So I can really look at, at the Clippers. It will not have Paul George, it looks like, because of some shoulder surgeries this past offseason. But they will have Kawhi Leonard. That's going to make them a big story, I think, all season long.
2: So Gary he is, ladies and gentlemen. Now, how far, in adva- how, how far in advance do you know not only your NFL scheduling, but your NBA? So you know pretty much the games you're going to be doing for CBS, or do you get assigned that on a weekly basis?
3: Every 13 days. So we're, we're, we're operating uh, two weeks out, so I know this week, I know next week, and I've got, I think, the week after that, and then we don't know, and then they just kind of go about every 13 days, so they stay current with the teams that are hot, um, the teams that are struggling. Uh, we've actually got a couple of very ordinary weekends coming up on CBS with, with uh, not many attractive games at all, so um, we're kind of hitting a little bit of a dry spot in our schedule, but... Second half of the season, I'm sure it's going to pick up. There's so much, so much parity right now in the NFL that teams that uh, probably think they're just okay, that's going to be good enough to be in a playoff conversation come, you know, November and into December. So that's one of the great things about the NFL. Maybe one of the things that people don't like is that you don't have, you know, the teams that are just powerhouse teams like you do in the NBA. You've got about eight, nine teams that you just know are going to make the postseason. And the NFL, is usually so wide open getting the last two weeks of December, you don't know who's going to get in. Great for the fan base, but, but a lot of these teams are, you know, like six, seven wins, eight, nine losses, and they're trying to sneak in the back door. And it gets, uh, you know, you're, you're dealing with teams that are just okay and not, and not very good. And, and so, you know, you look at it both ways, but I do think we're going to have a lot of close races, especially in the AFC. We have a lot of two-and-two two teams. And I think that's going to continue that way uh, throughout the regular
2: season. Okay, if you obviously saw the Eagles in Green Bay on that Thursday night game when everybody yeah. pretty much wrote them off and all the injuries and the drop passes. And then they come up and Carson Wentz plays great and, and keeps moving the ball up and down the field against what was at that point a really good Packer defense. And, of course, you know we saw Aaron Rodgers just basically throw against any of the Eagles secondary guys he wanted to and move the ball up and down the field. So now we look at Carson Wentz, and in this town, he's under a microscope, even though he's still, to me, one of the top quarterbacks in this league, <clears throat> and he's starting to get guys back. He's not going to have Deshaun Jackson back this week, apparently, but he will probably in a couple of weeks. He got, uh, you know, he got uh, Alshon Jeffrey back, and their defensive pass rush hasn't been great. So as, as you look at these teams, and you look at the Eagles especially, because they're, unlike the Jets, supposed to do something in the postseason, what are you seeing?
3: I see what you see. I see Wentz trying to come back from the back injury of late last season and year before that, the ACL, and trying to keep him upright. The offensive line seems to be week in and week out about as you know, good a line as you are going to find in the league. They've basically kept their health so far. But you're right. It's been the secondary, which has struggled a little bit uh, because of injury. They're not getting the kind of pressure on the quarterback. Or I should say sacks. They're getting pressure. They're just not getting the sacks and, and finishing off the play. And so, like a lot of teams, I still think they're trying to collect themselves and, and get guys healthy. When the back end gets healthy, I think those sacks will come. Right now, quarterbacks are getting it away because they see some openings and and, uh, and and firing at a secondary that's been depleted. So, when you lose that many guys, it's tough. You're signing guys off the street. They just got Skandrick, and he's 32 and probably past his prime, but but they've only got a couple healthy guys playing the cornerback position. They've got some, some significant issues back there, and, uh, and they just got to hope they get healthier uh, quicker than, than, they, than they possibly, uh, you know, the doctor's reports say. You know, Deshaun Jackson was so terrific to begin the season, but he's been injured, and that takes a little bit away of what Doug Peterson, I'm sure, wants to do on offense. So, so I, I think that the, both sides are operating a little bit with some, like their hands tied behind their back. I, I do like Sanders. I think he's been a nice little push, nice compliment to Jordan Howard, who will, I think, win over Philly fans eventually. Maybe not seeing it early, but he had a nice game against Green Bay last week. Um, I think he continues that way. I I like him with the Bears. I like him with the Eagles. I think he's going to prove to a lot of people to be the guy that they thought he was going to be. So I think the Eagles are going to be fine. I mean, uh, I, in fact, I think you know, they'll be chasing the Cowboys like most teams in the NFC, but I think they're very much in line with uh, – with the next tier of teams, and maybe even better than Dallas's, as the season goes on. There's a lot of football to be played, and we'll just see what we take. The great, Kevin, take this story.
2: The great Kevin Harlan, when he's not doing NBA videos or Fanatics commercials or NBA <laughs> games, <clears throat> he always squeezes in a couple of minutes to be on this show.
0: That's <laughs> Fanatics.com. <laughs> <laughs> Do
3: you know how that happened, by the way? The, the guy that runs Fanatics, Tony is a Patriot fan, big Patriot fan, big football fan. Loves pro football. He's a big Patriot fan, and as I'm told the story, he was listening at one of the Super Bowls to our broadcast. At the Super Bowl, you can buy like uh, like a little uh, earbud set that can dial into the TV broadcast, mm-hmm. the Westwood One broadcast, the uh, the two local broadcasts for the teams, and the Spanish broadcast. And from what I'm told, he was listening to our call at the Super Bowl—not last year, but two years ago, uh, when the Patriots won, uh, when they were in the Super Bowl. And um, uh, he was—he uh, liked—he liked the call, and found out who I was, and and uh, and I started doing the fanatics thing like that. That's kind of, as you know, that's how. That's how this business works. Sometimes, just dumb luck, and that was. Uh,
2: what do you mean? He uh, found out serious. who you were. How
3: can a guy? How
2: can a guy <laughs> know. who knows is, who was a fan of any team, including the XFL <laughs> and the now defunct USFL and the uh, whatever that thing, the Alliance of American Football, not know who Kevin Harlan is? Well,
3: I, I'm sure. Did you not say to him, time. "Don't
2: you know who I am"?
3: <laughs> I said, "I said, thank you, sir. May I have another." <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know the one thing you're talking about. Though I have a, I get those every year when you go to the Super Bowl in your media. You know, and you get the little headpiece and you put it in and you can listen to all the broadcast. And the fans get them in the stands too. I think that's part of yeah, paying a thousand dollars for a ticket to the Super Bowl now, face value, of course.
3: Yeah, and it's nice because you can uh, you can hear your team's broadcaster if you want. You can listen to the TV broadcast, and that's always fun. And, and then some will uh, will find us on that on the. A selection of five different ways to get it and so it's uh yeah no it's nice it's a nice little uh nice little perk i think a lot of guys in the in the press box wear them as they're doing their story you just want to hear a you know what what they're saying on tv and, and and whatever so it's it's uh my, my family uses it i know that because we always bring our family down there and kind of celebrate the end of the season and and they listen so they like that too although i don't think my kids listen to me i think they listen to the tv at They're tired
2: of my voice, actually. Oh yeah, right. Come on, man. Well, you know you got to do. You got to discipline these kids. You got to teach them right from wrong, Kevin. I know know you're away from the house a lot, but you can't let your kids (laughs) listen to other broadcasters. What's the matter with you? (laughs) You're right. You want me to call? You know, let me let me your home phone number. Let me talk to you now. How many do you have? How many kids do you have, Kevin? We
3: have four. We have three daughters. Uh, two are married. One is a mom, and uh, we have our son, who's the baby. He's youngest, and he just got out of college this past spring, so he's out in the working world now. So we've got uh, we've got four. We're lucky. So we're I'll, I'll cut your
2: four. I'll cut your daughter slack, but your son, yeah. who's an adult, yeah, <laughs> says that he listens <laughs> yeah, to the he listen he doesn't listen to you broadcasting.
3: Well, I, I'm assuming because when he plays the video game, the sound's never on in the video game either. I, 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 Buddy I might ask him, why don't you listen to your dad when you're playing the game? Because he I hear too much of his voice. I, I, I'm going to put the sound down. So, Wait, I,
1: Kevin, you need to tell your son then about Tony being on Twitch if he's all into video games. Exactly.
2: On what? Twitch.tv. Twitch is the, you know, oh, really? see what happens. See, guys of R age, right, I'm a little older than you, but... Guys over 40 don't know what Twitch is, and it's the digital platform where a lot of people are doing podcasts, which is where I do my show, and people can watch it, they can listen to it, they can subscribe Uh. to it, they can follow it, and and that's how people get to see and hear me every day. They don't really want to see me, but... You know they they like and by the way my kids don't listen to me either so I understand exactly what you're going through.
1: But but Twitch has mostly been known for gamers and now they're they're starting to broadcast uh, Thursday night football. They're really getting into the other platforms. Yeah, because it's owned
2: by Amazon. So Amazon Prime, as you know now, has some select Thursday night games where if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch the games on your on your mobile device because of the Amazon connection now to the NFL, where pretty much everybody's connected to and the NFL. And they're really
1: pushing the talk radio platform, so that's how come Tony's on there. Exactly. It's pretty awesome. How great is
3: it? I think, I think Hannah Storm and Andrea Kramer are doing the, the, the Amazon broadcast, aren't I? If, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I you're right. They're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not
2: doing every Thursday night game, but I know they did the one last week with the Eagles and the yes, Packers. Yes, they did. And they, yes, I yes, think they, they do every other week. I don't know what the schedule is, but, no, that's awesome. I mean, that's what's great. That's why the NFL is king, Kevin. That's why – and last thing, right. before I let you go, i got to ask you about the Sixers because, obviously, you know, once again they go out and they retool. They bring in Al Horford. They had their media day. They're going to start their preseason. And now when you look at the Eastern Conference, you got to say, hey, you know, the Sixers the last couple of years, people have been saying, is this the year they break through? They go out and make a lot of changes. They bring in some reinforcements. What do you think about this squad this year and the Eastern Conference?
3: Well, I just, I just think every place he's been, he's been a terrific leader. Um, and while he's, he's got some mileage on him, um, he is a terrific, terrific guy to have on the floor because he does everything. I mean, he's diving for balls, he's rebounding, blocking shots, playing D, taking charges. And on the offensive end, he can shoot from outside, so he stretches the D. I mean, he does everything. And, and, I, and then the leadership. But he's been around. I mean, he was in Atlanta, he's successful. He was in Boston successful, and I, I just, now he's with, I think what he'll be is everything they hoped that Jimmy Butler would be, but probably fell perhaps a little bit short. I like Butler. I'm a Butler fan, but if you're looking for a guy that can produce and mix with the array of talent that they've got right now um, and lead and, and maybe bring some uh, togetherness on that, that roster, I, I think he's, I think he's the perfect guy. Uh, I, re- I really like him. I got to be honest. I like when they had Sharich, and I, I like when they had all those guys in there, and I hated to see those guys go um, in the trade with Minnesota for, for Butler. I, I kind of I thought, well, I don't know about that. And now they lose Reddick. Reddick is gone. I think he's playing in New Orleans. So, so I mean, the, yeah, you're right. They've retooled, they've changed a little bit, and it's, uh, it's going to be a little different. I, they were so close. And, and I, I, I don't know if they needed that kind of revampment, but one year's time, they look you know, a lot different, except they got the two pillars, and and if uh, Embiid loses the weight like he's talking about and plays more than 65 regular season games, I think they'll be right back where they were last year, contending, and a team to watch out for, certainly in the East.
2: And I just saw, I forget who the NBA player this morning said that he got off of not Popeyes, not Chick-fil-A, but... Uh, Bo, no, Bojangles. One of the other chicken places. I, I forget which NBA star it was. He lost twenty pounds this off season by just wow. not eating Bojangles. So that, I mean, obviously, I thought chicken was healthy protein, but now all of a sudden, I guess fried chicken yeah, is not bad for you. Fried,
3: food. fried is Well, not- you take
2: the again. Uh, nobody, nobody takes the crust off the extra crispy no. stuff or the hot well, stuff.
3: Well, no, of course they don't. Of course, and and it's all the other stuff that comes with it: the, the biscuits and the gravy and the potatoes and the uh, you know the. Easy corn and everything else. So it's, it's But you know what? That kid he he if he keeps his health, he he's gonna be really if he stays on this track, he's gonna be one of those players we'll be talking about years and years from now. I mean he's on that kind of track and I'm thrilled to see that he's taking this kind of interest and in, in losing weight. He probably was a little heavy, I guess. I don't know much about his you know, what they think he should be at. Um, but I I like the fact that he's going to kind of I think it's a sign of maturity and a sign of to his team. Hey, I, I'm all in. I, I'm I'm cutting back on the Popeyes, man. I love it much <laughs> as much as everybody else. Those drumsticks are out of here. I'm done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the great Kevin Harlan, ladies and gentlemen. It's always great to talk to you, man. You're so gracious to give time whenever we ask, and uh, it's always great to talk to you, Kevin. Hopefully, you're I'll see you favorites. now. When you now, so you're going to be in town. And obviously, you're going to go. Do you allow, Are you allowed to go through the walkthrough on Saturday?
3: No, no, no. We won't do that. And we'll meet with the Jets when they come in town from New York. We always do the visiting team on Saturday. And Rich and the rest of our crew will be at practice tomorrow. And then I, uh, I do a conference call and listen into the to the interviews that we do with the players. And we'll meet with like uh, Peterson, uh, offensive player, defensive player, defensive coordinator, and that's about it. And, then, and really, those, those want throughs help Rich more than anything. Rich Gannon, who's a Philadelphia
2: I know player, Rich. Tell him I said hi. I love Rich. I will.
3: I definitely will. He'll appreciate that. And so he, he'll watch. And it really helps the analyst more than it does the play-by-play guy. But I, I listen in and get all the notes, certainly from the interviews. And I'll, uh, I'll be with the Jets in person on Saturday when they arrive in Philadelphia for the game Sunday.
2: Last thing I remember is you, what, last week the, when you did the Raiders and Colts game, and then you played the, the Rich Gannon, John Gruden blow-ups on the sideline. That was,
3: that was, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that funny? I mean, I, I look at Rich, and, you know, Rich is intense, man. He oh, yeah. is intense. Yep. And Gruden, and Gruden is. And, and when we met with the Raiders on Saturday in Indianapolis, they're both making weird faces at each other, like, and they're communicating like the are mind-melting. It's like a weird, weird non-speaking vocabulary between the two. It's very strange, but but really cool, and and uh, they're they're the same. They're brothers from different mothers. They're the same. They're the same guy. Did he know that was that coming guy. up?
2: Did, was that was. Did you guys spring that on him, or did he know it was coming up?
3: Well, he did, he didn't want it to be up there because he never likes anything to be about him. <laughs> and so, just that, that's just the way he is. But we threw it up anyway ah, screw him, we're going to do it anyway. So we did. we did. We put it up and we
2: enjoyed it. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the man,
3: the greatness
2: that is, Kevin Harlan, Eagles, Jets, and NBA, and everywhere, fanatics, and video game. You can't get away from him, even if you want to. Even if you're his family, you can't get away
1: Well, Kevin, hopefully, hopefully. Wait a minute, but Kevin.
2: That could be the longest continuous laugh I've ever gotten on this show.
3: <laughs> I see you from a distance at the Super Bowl, and I start smiling and laughing. I can't help it. I've listened to you forever, so I'm such a fan, and I'm glad I'm a friend, too.
2: Well, thank you, Kevin. Really well,
1: hopefully great we'll see. get to see you while you're here if you have any free time.
3: Well, I'll be up there. I'll be finding food in the press box. You look for me in the, in the food line, because that's where I am. I'm my per diem. I'm saving my CBS per
2: diem. So it's like, eat food. One last request, though. I want to know, because this is the big thing now, because we're seeing – I know I keep telling you I'm going to let you go, but I, the big thing now in football, and I'm sure you're going to have it on the CBS broadcast, the, not you don't do it, but the director and the camera crew will look on the sidelines to look for disgruntled players, especially on a team like the Jets, you know that are losing you're seeing the same thing going on in indianapolis i'm mean, not in indianapolis stefan digs up there not happy in minnesota yeah. and so now isn't that a, a regular occurrence you look on teams that are not playing well and try to find the guy on the sideline who seems to be disgruntled and probably wants to get out of there because his team's got no chance to win
3: well i'm sure but I think they're guys on winning teams because they all want stats and if they're not getting the ball like I'm watching tape of my my Cleveland San Francisco game coming up Monday and I'm watching the Cleveland game against Baltimore and I don't know that Beckham touched the ball at all in the first half except that it was penalized and it was a short pass and called back and they could have showed him they won the game 40-25 over Baltimore and Cleveland you know is back to two and two and kind of back in the conversation and and I'm sure they'd show Beckham, and, and I'm sure he's ticked off. He, he, he wants a lot of touches. He's not getting them because they got Jarvis Landry, and they got a lot of uh, – Chubb as a running back. they got a lot of options. So I think even guys that are winning want the ball. And, and, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or a selfish thing or what, but but uh, you can find, I think, just rental players and even winning teams. Everything's going great. It's um, just kind of the nature of the business now, and cameras are every place, and – And it just seems like when you take a shot like that, that just spurs a bunch of stories the next week. So that's out of my hands. I don't. I don't select the pictures that we show. I just. I just babble up on up on what's going on and try to try to make sense. Yeah, these
2: disgruntled players. Luckily, there are people like you and me, Kevin, who are just happy to be there every single day.
3: Yeah, right. To to put in the work, business and breathing. Yeah, I know. Right. Thank you. Thank. Well said.
2: Thank you. All right. That's the last question. Now that's for sure. You take care. Thanks, Kevin. Kevin Hart, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Thank you. Bye.
1: Kevin I'm sorry. Tony Tony wouldn't let me go until you were finished laughing. He wanted that. Oh, what? <laughs> I got to add that
2: now to my sound drops whenever. I, now I'm going to have the Kevin Harden laugh in my soundboard.
1: He's like holding up his hand going, "Wait, wait. Wait, don't hang up." <laughs> All right. I-
3: i got another, I got a San Francisco interview. Yeah. Oh, i I got sorry. A, Go I on, okay. to be really serious. i got to be like a serious self. I know. I'm, but, sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I won't have nearly as much fun. Well, thank you. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Kevin. Okay. Bye, guys. Robin, take care. <laughs> thank you, Tony. Always a pleasure. <laughs> thank
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. He's like- Mar-
2: mark that tape. Because the last time he started laughing, because I didn't even realize it the first time he started laughing at the beginning when I was introducing him. But then there was that one laugh, and then you jumped in the middle of it. And I wanted you to stop because I I, I didn't know how long he was going to go, and that the last one where I had to put my hands up and tell you to stop, and and I didn't say anything after I said goodbye. I was paying
1: attention that time. After my
2: fifth goodbye, there are people coming back from war zones who don't have goodbyes that last as long as Kevin Harlan's. I know.
1: Poor guy. He's like, "Did did, am I still on? Is it over? Is
2: it over?" (laughs) Are are they still listening? Is is it over? (laughs) (laughs) You know what's great? One last thing. You know why Kevin likes coming on with me? Because he laughs. Well, yeah, and and because in this business that we do, there's more, there's a lot of people have fun. I'm not saying I'm the only guy who has fun doing this. But, you know, a lot of people who interview great play-by-play voices, guys like Kevin Harlan and all the people that I'm lucky to know, they usually do serious stuff. They don't, they don't, I asked them serious questions. Oh, absolutely. But you have to have fun, too. Yeah. And then the fact that that laugh at the end, that had to go at least 15, 20 seconds. In fact, we may have to make that the huge call of the day and play <laughs> back yeah, just the that end. Man. Rack that, man. the uh, – that has to be <laughs> the longest continuous laugh. That may have set a Guinness Book of World think, Records.
1: Do you think it's la- longer than your laugh?
2: Oh, yeah. I only you- laugh at myself. He was laughing at me. And so there's a difference. When you laugh at yourself, you know, you're like, oh, that asshole, he laughs at his own jokes.
1: We laugh at you all the time, Tony.
2: Are you laughing at me or with me?
1: Yeah, or for you me? know, a little bit of both, <laughs> if I'm honest. Sometimes I'm with you, sometimes I'm at you.
2: <laughs> Bob from Valley Forge, his mother couldn't keep him on the phone that long. <laughs> He finally had to say, hey, I got another damn interview. Shut the hell up. He could have pulled a Robert De Niro on me and just said, fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly.
1: Now, Trevor from the 203, are we laughing at you, (laughs) with you, or together? Again, I would say sometimes it's number one, sometimes two, sometimes three.
2: We may have – now, since we're, since we're, this, this show is live, but we record it and then play it back later, of course, yeah. on the, uh, on the uh, podcast, on the re-air or the, the downloadable podcast portions. Yes. Whether it's Stitcher, whether it's Apple uh, – I think we're on Apple uh, – Oh,
1: we're everywhere. We are on, on Spotify. On every
2: audio possible spot yeah. you can find.
1: Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Apple Radio. Um, um, uh, what's the other one? Stitcher. Stitcher. Uh, Isn't there Apple Podcast now? Yeah. We're on there. We're on everything. Everything. So for Spreaker. Pretty much, pretty much every podcast app that you have, mm-hmm. we should be on. And if we're not, just let me know so and that I can. We will storm
2: it. the places. We will show up with a gigantic pumping truck and pump red fluid. All over That's what actually I establishments.
1: Was, I was uh, spending time last night going through uh, all of our figures since we started the show. And um, one of the things that we did is we changed over to a company called Red Circle Podcast to host the show. But they allow us to have complete control over the show. So, I want total
2: control. Yeah. we will maybe be on Red Tube, hopefully we, too. But
1: we have increased our podcast downloads like... Going from an average well let's just say we increased it tenfold tenfold <laughs> tenfold since we switched over to Red circle and so now Beautiful. we're they're, they're helping us be on no you Red can't
2: circle. get us an iheart because iheart's a separate company that only puts its own shows on there see there's a difference there are there are companies that strictly Re-air podcast. Right. Now, what iHeart does... iTunes, right. you name all of them. What
1: iHeart does is they initially host their own podcasts and then they disseminate that, those to right. um, iTunes and Correct. various other And it's ones, usually so. their own right.
2: content, because so in- they have so many radio stations, so they take the content from their talent, and then they put right. them all over the place, and also on iHeart Radio, which is what the mm-hmm. company does. It's like most companies. They have their own shows. The local shows like oh, 97. Trevor
1: from the two hundred three says, "I, I Heart does actually uh, post podcasts now. He's now on there, so maybe that's one that I need to look into." Yeah, I don't sure know. I mean, I,
2: I just I just talk. I know all these I know all these different companies that, that put up podcasts or putting them up. They all want content. I mean, you know, they don't have to do anything. They just take the show and put it on the air. So obviously, if they want content, you know what I'm saying?
1: D. Conrad Vegas, when are you getting off PBS? PBS. I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: I'm not on PBS. Although we beg for money like they do, we don't give you tote bags. We don't really beg for money. We just ask for money. Subscriptions. That's how we survive.
1: Speaking of tote bags, um, if anybody knows of a very good, reliable, inexpensive place to um, order and, and offer uh Swag? Swag? Like T-shirts and no, because tote the last time and- we
2: did this, some guy contacted us. He says, yeah. "Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah." We, we, and then he then he basically sold shit, and then we didn't get a dime yeah, of it. We, I'm not going to work for those suckers. No, we're I'm not going to do it. Put that up way. with that. Crap but anymore. I also
1: don't want to do what um, a lot of other people on Twitch. I'm not knocking it, but I we want to give a better deal to our fans exactly. than what is currently being offered off of the Twitch uh, in portion. Like they they just take. They charge way too much money. I think $34 for a T-shirt is outrageous.
2: Is that worse than $700-something for two beers?
1: <clears throat> uh, but it's in the same vein. <laughs> <laughs> the The actual retail price for those two beers should have been $19, which is still outrageous. $19 for two beers. That's crazy. Wait a minute.
2: Mikey misses hair plugs. PBS is educational programming. You ain't going to see this show on there. Oh, Are you kidding me? Hey. You know, this. Sh- we have more educational segments on this show than anything PBS puts on.
1: Absolutely. And I like
2: PBS. I watch it. I used to get up and watch all the shows Bob Ross, all those uh, shows that when I was younger, my kids were young, they got up and watched Sesame Street. And Tony Bob uses really Ross.
1: big words all the time. Exactly. So that's educational right there. Exactly
2: and I make right.
1: up new ones. So that's like a DIY thing.
2: That's right. Bert and Gus, if this show is nothing, it is educational. Like you heard a fist ball before this? No. Please. Exactly. Please. Ridiculous. As someone once said... Either there or there, or out there somewhere. Exactly. That's where we are. If you can't find this place, there's something wrong with you. And as I once said to Dean and many other people who give me crap nonstop...
1: Shut the fuck
2: up and go outside, all right? Thank you, Senator. Thank you, Senator. It's news you can use. Exactly. And lose later and, on.
1: And we are actually bringing you good health because laughter is the best medicine.
2: Exactly right. And
1: Just ask Kevin
2: that. Harlan. I guarantee you the rest of his day, he will have a smile on his face. Now, how fast can you recirculate that, Robin, since mm-hmm. it's being recorded? So you can't pull that right now and replay it during this show, right? No,
1: I couldn't. That would be difficult. See, that's what
2: they could do on it. That. That's what we have to have a separate line so that we can go back and pull the best of for the show and then pat ourselves on the back well, for the best That would show. also
1: require a third person <laughs> that would be able to do that while I'm doing other stuff. But, yeah.
2: This show is con- educational, says Tony uh, RU2. We learned that Miss Robin is a castration master. Exactly. That's, exactly. You're not learning that on other shows. What's the matter with you people?
1: And I'm sure that most people did not know how sheep are castrated.
2: Nor did they care, actually.
1: Eh, you know, some people have weird interests. <sighs>
2: we want to thank Rebel Man. All the people are cheering us bits. We really appreciate your support every single day on this show, listening, and we're going to do oh. the double header later on. It's
1: screwballs. I need to turn on the sound effects again because I turned them off during the phone call, which I've now learned how to do so that the person on the other that's calling in goes, What the hell was that? So, exactly. So I turn off – so just so that you know, in the future, if we are on a special guest – I'm not talking about fans calling in, but right. on a special guest that's, that's on the phone. Who doesn't or, know
2: when somebody has right. a profane uh, walk-up thing yeah. and says, what the hell is that?
1: Or, or if we're doing a terrestrial crossover show where they, that show, could get in trouble, I turn off the blurb sounds and the sound effects and all that that the fans are able to control. Um, but they are now back on. And if you would like to be able to have your own blurp sound or control the masks that you sometimes see on Tony's face well, if you're let's watching not Twitch. not
2: start sucking each other's dicks quite yet.
0: No, not yet. Like
1: that one right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Um, then you need to be a Twitch, subs- la 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 la, Twitch subscriber. Mm-hmm. And then you can access... Um, on the screen, you should be able to hover over something that allows you to access the blur.
2: I like to hover over. Not, we're not doing toilets again today about hovering no. over the toilet seat. No. We did that yesterday. This is the
1: good kind of hovering. Exactly. Hover and click.
2: Not to hover around, which is also cool. Should we get one of those? I may need one of those soon. Yeah? No, I'm kidding. I hope not.
1: I hope Meanwhile, not
2: too. let's get back to the business. So we told you already if you missed the big story today in baseball, not just at the A's. Lost to the Rays. Do you realize that the Oakland A's have lost nine straight winner-take-all games in the postseason? The last nine straight. And give the Rays credit. I mean, the Juice Wars are now in the American League Championship Series. This should be called the Juice Wars. You know why, Robin? Why? Because the Tampa Bay Rays play in a building. What is it called, Robin?
1: The, uh...
2: What is his name? Every time we drive by there when we're down there.
1: The Orange...
2: What's the name of the building?
1: I want to say "Sunkissed," but
2: that's not right. I have to give you. And this is the first one today, so don't don't accuse me of of bullying Robin here. I got to give you (laughs) a... Juice wars. I know, Juice. I know.
1: That's why I said Sunkissed, but it's not right. It's not Sunkissed. I know it's not Sunkissed. Jesus, Robin. But that's the first thing that came to mind, and now it won't leave my mind. And
2: also you've been to the other ballpark where the Houston Astros play. What is that ballpark's name? That's where the Yes. We got a red alert here?
1: Yes. Red alert, red alert. Now,
2: remember, the media party at the Super Bowl in Houston we attended a couple yes. of years ago was held in the baseball park. Remember? Yes. Great place. We went in there. Very, very historic. And we
1: used That's to be That's where the Houston you.
2: Astros play. Yes. It is also named after juice. Not Mark McGuire. Not that kind of juice. Not Barry Bonds juice. Not the clear or the cream juice. Not Juice Newton of course. As you well remember, <laughs> Juice Newton, Robin. I'm, I'm, what did Juice Newton do?
1: Juice Newton.
2: Are you serious now? Is this now, a or? history
1: thing that I'm supposed to know? Yes,
2: you're supposed to know this. Bring this up here. No, that's not... This is the song. Uh, 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 don't give me attitude,
0: sir.
1: Exactly.
2: This is Juice Newton, Robin. Had nothing to do with the Houston Astros or the Tampa Bay Rays. And that's to do with cards. Remember Juice noodles? Tropicana. Yeah, because Dean posted it.
1: No, the El Bajito. Thank you. Minute Maid.
2: Yeah. You were in Minute Maid Park, Robin. You were there.
1: You know, sometimes I'm not completely aware of where there is. Not not
2: O.J. Simpson O.J. Orenthal. Now you remember this song by Juice Newton? Wow! What happened to Juice Newton? She had that to long her red her hair too.
0: Right. I, to to I
1: love, I love that. Uh, she's still uh, performing. Everybody
0: everybody it's like '81. She
1: may
2: be a battered performer by now.
1: Somehow or another, (laughs) I don't think she quite sounds the same if she is alive.
2: (laughs) How about me pulling Juice Newton out of my ass? And that's pretty hard to do because it hurts.
1: (laughs) Especially right now.
2: Yeah, Robin, people are saying you need to have to go sit in the corner. You're going to need a timeout.
1: I'll put myself on timeout for that one.
2: Where's my guitar picks that I got the other day?
1: All right, Mr. Bruno.
2: Robin, I'm going to give you a juice box and send you to the corner right now. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Not gin and juice, of course.
1: That would make me happy. I'll go sit in a corner for a gin and juice. Gin and juice.
2: juice? Now you know what I'm going to have to do, right, Robin?
1: <laughs> what are you going to have to do? What are you going to have to do? Which song? I'm trying to... I can't think of the song that you're going uh. <laughs> <serious>, right, to... <laughs> gin oh, and juice? Come on,
2: man.
0: Yeah, up.
2: come on, baby. Set. Hey, baby, Walking down the street, <laughs> Robin... <laughs> Smoking indo sipping on gin and juice, yo With so much drama in the LBC, it's kinda hard being a snoop D double G But I somehow some way keep coming up with pokey ass shit like every single day yeah. May I kick a little something
0: for the G's and make a few wins oh, as yeah. I through. Two in the morning, and the party still jumping because my mama ain't home. I got bitches in the living room yeah. getting it on, and they ain't leaving till six in the, the morning. Six in so, the morning. what you want to do?
1: Yeah, I got a pocket full of rubbers, and my homeboys do too. So, turn off the lights and close the door. But, but what? We don't let them home. Yeah. So
2: we don't smoke a house today. She's up, hose down, like you motherfuckers bounce today. Rolling down the street, smoking in, no, sipping on Jen and juice. Lay back. Got my mind on my money, on my money, on my mind. Down the
1: juice street. Newton updates. Juice <laughs> Newton was born February 18, 1952. She's now 67 She's years old. She's my age. She is your age.
2: She is she as battered as I am?
1: <laughs> and she looks. I don't know if she looks battered. Um, This is her (laughs) now. That's not bad for 67. Ah, She's alright. Would I hit that? Probably. Hey! Your your standards are very low. (laughs) Depends on what time of the day it is.
2: Blame it on the juice, baby. This has got to be one of the all-time great, great Snoop. I mean, Snoop has had so many great songs, right?
0: Smoking in the Don't
1: say that one.
2: I'm not going to read that. You can uh, just <laughs>
0: use your
1: people, imagination. people are reading along. I'm sure they're yes. seeing it.
2: If you don't follow us on our live uh, Twitch stream, you are missing the most entertaining portion of the program. And I'm giving the audience a lot of credit. Because we produce the content. They produce addition. They're like our assistant producers, everybody who
1: Yeah, I wish that listens. they were here in studio so that I could have them do more work. No, they would, they would be, a Ooh, little, would be overcrowded in Speaking of having here. them do more work, I know that a lot of people are doing it, but... Um, <laughs> do you want
2: a piece of me? Because people... I'll cut you, bitch.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Um, but people that... Um, you, can, you can create clips. Clips? You, yeah, so if you find a portion of the show really, really funny... Mm-hmm. Fans listeners can create their own clips and post them on Twitch for other people to see and that actually helps oh, yeah. um, us because somebody that's never heard the show before is more likely to watch a short clip that lasts less than a minute or five minutes than the entire show. And then they'll get hooked, just like you all are. It's kind of like giving giving uh you know, somebody <laughs> like here Try, try this, snort this powder. It'll make you feel real good. And then they're hooked. That's kind of what we, that's the, those clips are kind of like the cocaine of life. But good. They're, they're healthy. It's healthy for you.
2: You know what's really sad right now, Ron? Uh, the conversation around Juice Newton that has now overtaken the stream chat. And how you get the stream chat. You don't even have to be a subscriber to be on the stream chat, do you? No. Just download see, what, the app. Just download the You don't have, have to Twitch be a subscriber,
1: app. but you have to be a follower.
2: Right. So you just follow, right. but it doesn't cost you to follow. No. People are always worried about, they're sending millions of dollars to politicians to piss it away and lose. You don't lose on this show. Uh, maybe every once in a while you do. But not with Mr. Thursday Night, who we'll be releasing tonight. And we got a good Thursday night game tonight, Robin. Yes. On paper. This one looks good. <laughs> on paper. But you know, most of the games on paper
1: should be played shows. on
2: paper. In other words, dog shit. They should have pooper scoopers, elephant. You know the people who follow the elephants in the parades when they, yes. with the poop and the horses when they pick up the horse shit? That's what, like, the Monday night game the other night. And a lot of these games on national TV have been horse shit. But the bottom line here is we got a good one tonight. We've got the Seattle Seahawks and your Los Angeles Rams. On Thursday Night Football, Robin, two teams that are three and one, so these are two good teams. Yeah, we'll see Pete Carroll jumping around like a twelve-year-old boy, even though he's in the six. I got to give Pete Car- Carroll credit. You know, I used to give him shit. He used to come on my show every week in L.A. I know, because I was the USC flagship. I was on the USC flagship, right, right. so he was contractually obligated to come on with me. So I always had fun with Pete, but then I would always bust USC chops, and people didn't like that because when you're the flagship station. Of any sports team, you're supposed to kiss that sports team's ass. And I wasn't a dick to Pete Carroll when he came on, but, you're not but an I would ask sir. him like legitimate questions. Yeah. I wouldn't say, "Hey, hey, how about those Trojans? Huh? You get, by the way, you got any extra ones for me? I'm going out on the campus this weekend, and those USC song girls are really, really hot." I would do stuff like that. Exactly. Monday night's game should have been played in Riddle's litter box. Well, he shares a litter box. We have three cats and three litter boxes, and That's they choose their own. We don't, they're not assigned to a particular yeah. cat. It's sort of like the, the restroom problems we're having in America now. We have two male cats and one female. Yep. And they're gender-neutral boxes, so they can choose whichever <laughs> yeah. box they want. Yep. We don't say this is a woman's wait, box. Wait, wait, wait. And Wait. this is a man's box.
1: So, in other words, all of this gender-neutral bathroom st- stuff is just us going back to our natural animal exactly. state,
2: like back in the day before we had porta potties and people climbing on top of porta potties. There's nothing wrong. Everybody with Everybody went and pooped in. The, now we're pooping on the streets.
1: That's going a little too far. Yeah. Even, even <laughs> animals make sure that they go in a designated area.
2: Exactly. They mark their spots. Yes. Unfortunately, human beings are marking their spots in front of jewelry stores in the Embarcadero and in uh, downtown San Francisco in L.A.
1: Speaking of marking spots and litter boxes. <laughs>
2: the cats don't hover, though. They put that thing down whether they're male or female. That's the one thing between males, cats, the b- b- difference between cats and human beings. Mm-hmm. Now, dogs... When they pee, they get that leg up on a tree. Only the men. Only the male the cats. They, lick, they lift that leg up. Well, I do that, too. I lift my leg up when I get out of the car. It? You know when you have to pee and you're a guy? It's so much easier, like when you're on a highway and you have to get off the oh, road. this is
1: going to be good. I want to hear no, this. No, like you're on the
2: Atlantic City Expressway, okay. and you really got to take a whiz. Okay. And, you know, there's a, there's a big, wide breakdown lane. So you're not really putting yours. And you get really close to the grass area. Okay. So that some drunk doesn't come over, not paying attention, and then sideswipe you. Right. And you never pee from the driver's side. you got to get out of the driver's side. See, because if you're going, you're in the right-hand lane, you All have right. to be in the right lane. Right. You're not pulling over to the left lane.
1: Right. I got gotcha. you.
2: So if you're the driver, then you got to be cool when you're a guy. So you open the door and you look at the tires so that people passing by don't know what you're doing. (laughs) You know, then you walk around, and you you slowly walk around to the front. Then you get to the other side, the passenger side. Okay. And then again, you're looking around, and there's not a lot of traffic. But then if there is, you really, really don't want people to know. You don't want to run into the woods. If there are woods, and you don't have to cross like a swampy area there, you know, one of those ditches, ditches, the, the, uh, the rain drain things, and you go into the woods and you pee. Like at a golf course, you pee behind a tree when you're a guy. Okay. You know, everybody does it. Even on the most expensive golf courses, you're t- still taking a leak against a tree. So anyway, I'm on the highway. Yeah, we've seen over. that on,
1: on some of the golf tournaments. <laughs> exactly. Who was that uh, last year?
2: I don't know. <laughs>
1: was caught on film. Pete. So then
2: what you do, see, I should be teaching
1: okay. I should so, be teaching so again, people so the
2: proper ways to relieve themselves. All the kids out there, you want to learn so then you get, most of the time the people are in the passenger side. <laughs> like if you've got kids in the car okay. or a woman in the car, it's easier for them because they can get out. And then open the door. But when you're the driver and then you have to get out and go around and walk to the passenger side, what I always would do, this is the tip for just a second. You open the passenger door. All right. Well, you open the back. No, you have to open the pa- The person. In, if there is a passenger in the front seat, you ask them to go to the back seat. See, so then the, the passenger gets out and then the people driving by think, okay, there's something wrong with the car. Okay. And then the passenger gets in the back seat All right. of the passenger and side. They- and then this way, the driver, while he's looking at the front tire, can open the door and then conveniently look really nonchalant and unzipping his fly and then peeing while he's still pretending to look over the car to make sure the windshield wipers are okay, to make sure there's no, you know, Wait no, no, a <laughs> minute,
1: but if you're, but you, then you're facing the car. You don't want to be facing the car. No,
2: you're facing either way. You, you can't face the car. you are got to pee on the sideboard. Right, you're gonna so you are to pee on can't, the. On, you can't
1: be looking at the. No, but you have diapers.
2: to be nonchalant. You have to be. You can be peeing and not completely turn during the full stream oh. and aim it at your car door, so because which is open.
1: Men have that convenient hose that they can just sort of turn to the side, <laughs> unlike women who cannot do this. This is a completely foreign concept, Tony Bruno. You're
2: not getting this in. Uh, Although you're not we getting did this see that in, video, it,
1: it. we did see that video of the woman peeing at the uh, at the no, toll she pooped. booth.
2: Oh, the woman at the toll booth, yeah. But how about the woman in the grocery store who dropped oh, the load yeah. right by this. frozen foods, that right in the just, middle of the place?
1: That's just nasty. We uh, we Jesus. did we did that several weeks ago, but this was a new one. A woman going through toll booth. Instead of waiting until she got through the toll booth and doing what Tony did and doing it off the side, she did it right there at the toll booth.
2: Mikey misses earplugs. I take it back. This is educational there you programming.
1: Have it. See? We give you a little bit of everything.
2: <laughs> you weren't ready for that. No. So tell me. And you never piss into the wind. And you don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit or piss into the wind. No. And you don't pull the cape off the old, old what, what, No, you don't pull the mask off the old, Lone ranger. And you don't mess around with Mr. Thursday Night Bitches. 5-0. Oh. This should be posted on PBS. I believe they will run it this afternoon. Judy Woodruff will get all real serious.
1: How to pee in public.
2: A wicked pissa. Collins21, I believe this is a first for Twitch. Breaking new avenues of conversation for sure. You think your kids are going into some sort of... Uh, they Do not Do they even do hygiene classes anymore in school? They should. Now they're telling kids that they, that they really don't know whether they're a boy or a girl. Even though they're 10 years old, they have to make a decision, and they need a decision by the end of the class day, or they will fail if they don't know what gender they are. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I will not be drinking White Claw tonight. And as the great Harry Mays would say, listening to the segment, you know what he would say, Robin?
1: What would he say? I am
2: pissed off. Exactly.
1: Wait, say that again. I am
3: pissed off.
2: Thank you. You won't be tonight. Mr. Monday Night will release the lock. And again, Mickey Calloway fired by the New York Mets today. And as I said yesterday on this show, oh, look what the major, look at MLB Network has as their, their, uh, their, their gift there today. Their lower third, as we call them, in the television business. What does it say right there, Robin, with my boy Chris Rose on Juice his bowl? show? Juice Bowl. Intentional talk. I love that show. They're calling it the Juice Bowl. And as Robin finally found out the hard way, Tropicana Field, named after Tropicana orange juice products, and Minute Maid Park, named after Minute Maid juice products. Some of them are not 100% juice, so you got to look at it. Some of it's from concentrate. Some of it's like juice drink. Read the labels now, because a lot of times you think you're buying juice, but it's just watered-down product. It's like when you're buying cream American cheese slices. If it says American League, Amer- not American League, American Cheese Processed Food Product, you know what that means, Robin? It means it's less than 50% yeah. milk. Did you know that?
1: It's fake shit.
2: It's not fake. That's it's like fake. 50% milk. I call that fake. No, you can't you can call it, you can't call it fake because there is actual milk in it.
1: But it's to me, it's fake.
2: It's ridiculous. Can we get back into the oral sex with Juice Newton conversation? Now, you guys can keep that going on on the Twitch stream right there.
1: No need to wait for us. (laughs) You guys go ahead.
2: (laughs) I like Sunny D Stadium better, yes. Sunny (laughs) Delight. Sunny Delight. Now, Sunny Delight, that's some white folk shit right there because there ain't no juice in there. I don't think there's even an eyedropper of of real orange juice or any kind of juice product in there.
1: I want, it's like I, almond milk. I think you need to restate that though, because I had a bunch of friends in college uh, who were not white, and uh-huh. they—that was one of their favorite drinks to drink. Sunny delight. Sunny delight with alcohol. Sunny delight. Sunny D and vodka. Well,
2: that's what you do when you don't have money and you buy the cheap. So it's it not
1: juice and gin. It was
2: gin and juice.
1: It was it was juice. Sunny D. Don't forget Tang and vodka.
2: Not Poon Tang. That's uh, that's something else we'll talk about <laughs> later. Thank you. Now, here's Dean. Contains water, high fructose corn syrup, and 2% or less of concentrated orange juice, concentrated tangerine juice, concentrated apple juice, concentrated lime juice, concentrated grapefruit juice, concentrated pear juice, citric acid, ascorbic acid, vitamin C, thiamine, hydrochlorothoride, vitamin B, natural flavors. Is that what's in uh, Sunny D? Jake
1: Speed once says Sunny D is banned in some states. It really? is. <laughs> I'm not I just saw her exactly at the I hel- just saw a cheerleader.
2: She was on the main stage the other night. <laughs> she was in town. Sunny D, and the boys.
1: <laughs> Play action reel says I didn't see any riboflavin, so <laughs> I'm out.
2: <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to riboflavin? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do they even do they, is Sunkiss still around? Yes. It is? Okay. Yes. I don't know. I mean, There's I knew that it was. Tropicana,
2: you know, when, I go, when we go to the supermarket, what do I always look for when, I, when we need orange juice? What's the first thing I look for? What's on sale, two for $5? Right. I'm not say- spending $7 for a quart. Of, and, you know, Tropicana, is, as long as it's the pure orange juice, because some of them are from concentrate. I like pure orange juice. I don't want pulp in it either, even though real orange juice is supposed to have pulp. I like the pulp. Get that pulp shit out of my face. I like it. Really, Robin?
1: I do. I do. I like. I like the little little that shit gets all stuck
2: in your throat and shit. Good for you. It's fiber. No, it's not. That's bullshit. That's ridiculous.
1: (laughs) S Falcon Thirty Nine, Robin, tell my favorite bartender I said hi. Your favorite
2: bartender's not at uh, Uh, at, the screwballs tonight.
1: Come on, Steve. There's a couple of
2: great bartenders there too.
1: Attention, yes. Jody is one of them.
2: Yes, Melissa's um, there. Melissa's there. they got some good people up there.
1: Some really great people.
2: As John Donald Trump would say, they're fine people up there, too, in King of Prussia. Not just in <laughs> Glassboro, New Jersey. Not just in South Philadelphia. They're fine people everywhere.
1: They're not all uh, degenerate? No, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't
2: know. Robin, what is wrong with you today?
1: I think I have way too much stuff in my mind going on.
2: You don't. You have too much stuff in your mind going on? Yes, Robin. Can you bring this up now? Because I'm just thinking about Sonny D, Sonny D and the Boys. Remember this hit they had a couple of years ago? Sonny D and the Boys. Let me get the verse right here. Take it to the bridge. Nobody plays better music.
1: Dean is absolutely right. He says, Robin, sounds like you need to decompress, defrag from all of the technology. Would you come to Florida and spend a few days with me? I'm like, Get the defrag <laughs> out of here. I need to defrag. Don't you wish that humans could defrag?
2: Yes, I need. I have, uh, I have more waste. Remember, I've got 66 years of invaluable and most of it, discardable information. And that's the best thing about the human brain, Robin. You can't defrag it.
1: I kind of wish we could, though. Now, so unfortunately, you, could, you can you could, if something I, goes wrong I up there. I wish that we could choose what to delete.
2: Just delete files?
1: Yeah, delete. Can we go to the
2: unused files? Yes. Recently, and not I mean, used, you, you in know, like 60-day files you, that are automatically deleted just, from your computer. Just make them
1: go away. <laughs> Keith Richmond, 126. Robin is like fine wine. I hope he's going to end that with saying, I just keep be- getting better with age. I'm not sure where he's going to go with that. <laughs>
2: Jake Speed says, too much defrag, you grow hair on your palms. I mean, we know that.
1: Nah, so far, I'm, so I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, we got a lot of updates. we still got to get in here. We only have a half an hour left today on our – We got to uh, do this hockey segment. Because last right. night, the, uh, the pucks were dropping everywhere. Toronto beat Ottawa. How about the Blues open up, get the Stanley Cup, play Gloria for one last time, and then they lose in overtime to the Washington Capitals. So here we are, the first game, big matchup. The last couple of Stanley Cup champs got together, and the Blues lose at home. Edmonton beat Vancouver and Vegas, baby. Vegas. How about your Golden Knights, Robin? You knew the Golden Knights were going to win the game. You know when I knew they were going to win the game? And you know me, I like the Sharks. I have my yeah. own Shark sweater. The Golden Knights didn't send me my own personalized no, sweater, no, did they? No, you
1: actually got that one. From the Sharks. Vegas, Vegas! baby, Vegas!
2: And what I love about hockey, you know, minor league baseball probably does the best promotions with all the zany things that they do. And I like promotion departments, PR departments, and a lot of sports teams have really sharp people running their, their Twitter feeds. Right. They do clever stuff. Yes. And that's what I like. You know, I don't want, hey, why, we just won tonight, five to nothing. No, give me some juice. Give me some fun. It's all about juice, Robin. Yeah, today, it's all about juice. It's all about that juice. And so, what was I talking about here? Oh, the- about, about, uh, about zany, <laughs> PR, zany PR departments doing zany stuff. Yes. So the Vegas Golden Knights decided, you know, we're going to drop the puck tonight. Yeah. They didn't just drop the puck where the official drops it at no, center ice to start no, the game. They
1: did
0: I mean, not. he only
2: drops it like three feet. And then the game starts. They took it to levels not before seen in the National Hockey
1: yes, League. Yes, they did. Now, is
2: this a video or is this a...
1: Well, the video is really long, but I'm going to put up the photograph of where the puck started.
2: Where did the puck stop here? It drops here. They actually took the opening night game puck and used one of those weather balloons. Correct. Attached it to a weather balloon.
1: And so it started at fifty thousand eight hundred and seventy-two feet,
2: which is basically
1: space. The Rockies. It's like a, you, you can see. No, the see, Rockies
2: had nothing to do. This no, is the Vegas You can see the Rockies night.
1: over. Like, it is hovering over the Rockies. Yes, because you when you get to a
2: certain height, you're in space. You don't have. People think space is the moon. Space is no. one. It's it's a certain altitude above. It's where satellites float around. It's where the International Space Station... Yeah,
1: but you wouldn't call it space until you get out of the Earth's atmosphere. No,
2: that's not true, Robin.
1: Mm, I think it might be. I think I might be right on this one. Let's owner. go to
2: the damn tape. Here it is. This is a... For all the video, though, so, so, I want to see Okay,
1: this. so this is where it started from.
2: And it has the altitude, the altimeter reading. It has the relative humidity. Right. You can see snow in the Rockies. And
1: then... You can
2: see Rocky Balboa down there. And it there. is
1: a worldwide... Record, yes. Um, even if you didn't know it was a thing, now they say that they dropped it from space. Hold on a they second. They did drop it from space, ah, Robin. See here, here's not why. outer space. Yes, they did. So it's it's it was above atmosphere because they dropped it starting at ninety four thousand six hundred fifty five feet.
2: That is considered space. That is seventeen
1: point nine miles into the stratosphere.
2: Exactly right. And and you argue with me, and I was right again, Robin. Well,
1: when, I, when you were talking, when I originally saw it, it said 54,000 feet, which is not in the stratosphere Jesus yet. Jesus
2: Christ. Shh. It's Jesus you Christ. You see what it's I have right. to deal with every single day, so ladies and gentlemen? So here is
1: the ceremonial puck drop, and I'll, I don't know how much of this video we really want to watch. I want to see the whole thing. It's two hours, Tony.
2: That's okay. We got we can, <laughs> we'll just let it roll. We'll, let's, we'll just quietly slip out of the studio and let the puck drop... Uh, Two wow. hours. Yeah, that's it took two hours to drop ninety-five thousand feet. Kamala Harris's campaign dropped faster Why? than that in one day. Why in one it?
1: in ten minutes. It's not allowing me to make the video bigger, so sorry folks. Is Ed
2: Astra up there? By the way.
1: <laughs> okay. I keep I keep trying to make it go. I keep trying to make it bigger, Tony, and it won't get bigger. Damn ah, it! You know,
2: that's a problem, Robin. If you can't do that, then I don't know ah, what to tell you. Stay that's put. That's a bad job out of you.
1: Okay, so let me see if I <laughs> move forward a little bit. Oh, here, hold on. I
2: a would. I could drop it from my uranus oh, no. later on. Uh, my, not your anus, my anus.
1: <sighs> okay, Dave. The moment is here.
0: We have been fooled, bamboozled, led astray, run up, and flat out sea...
1: All right, so there's the weather balloon, putting it all together.
2: Why are these guys using nitrile gloves to put a stupid puck on a weather balloon? Who knows? Did anybody report this as a UFO sight?
1: Ten, nine, eight, seven, six,
0: five, ignition launch, four, three, two, one, here we go.
2: Uh, tranquility Base here. We have liftoff. We have liftoff of the Vegas Golden Knight Hockey Puck schmucks. What the puck is going on out there? There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Rubber ascending. Not Jupiter ascending. So. So it's on a weather balloon, right? Yeah.
1: It's on a weather balloon. And it's going up. And it's, it's going to take up. forever. How long does it to take reach... to
2: get to 95,000 feet? What's the launch velocity of that thing? What's the exit velocity?
1: Well, it's not going. What's very the fast. launch
2: angle?
1: I don't know. Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna fast forward. <laughs> now we're at fifteen thousand. Like 20, t- 15 minutes in, we're at fifteen thousand feet. Let's go to fast forward to 40 that some bitches all the way up there. Forty minutes, we're at thirty-four thousand. Let's go into an hour.
2: Could you imagine some poor sucker sitting in a casino in Vegas just, yesterday just during the day? Week. And they're instead of play while they're playing Keno and they're all alone in a Keno lounge, you know, because nobody's in the casinos at like 10 in the morning when this shit's going on. So they're looking at the sports books and then they're up there oh, looking.
1: OK, an hour and 20 minutes. They are at 68000 feet. I
2: fast forward to the big climax. Okay,
1: Hold on. I'm going. I'm going. Um, we're getting there. An hour, forty-five minutes. We're at ninety thousand feet. Ninety thousand
2: and climbing. Ninety thousand. Two
1: hours in. Oh no! Wait, no. Now it was falling. Hold on. Oh wait! I oh, want to see. Wait, that. Wait, I want to see wait. when they dropped that some bitch. Okay, so here. Brian this is, Seacrest
2: was there. Did you hear what he said? Is it time to launch?
1: An hour and fifty minutes. An hour they and fifty were, minutes, ladies and gentlemen. They were coming to ninety-three thousand feet. They said they went to a total of ninety-six thousand, right? I don't know what the altitude was, Robert. You are right about Fast forward just a little bit. There it is. That there it was, and now it's falling. It is fallen fast, Tony.
2: Oh, look at that baby! Watch that baby! See, it
1: was above um, Earth's atmosphere. It was. Yes, it, that's why it's called yes. space,
2: not deep space. See, not you, office space. But I was right. No, it was in space.
1: Yes, it was. Space. Be careful. Never mind.
2: Space. By the way, when the puck finally landed. It did get past the Flyer goaltender, unfortunately, and unfortunately, the Chicago Blackhawks have scored already in Prague, now, Chris, and it's not even tomorrow yet.
1: Chris F twenty nine says, "Tony, what's your NHL predictions?"
2: I don't do NHL predictions, man.
1: <laughs> Keith Richmond one twenty six. I'm gonna puke. Does that bother people looking at that? No,
2: that would bother me if it were me dropping at, yeah. that fast from, uh, and you know, and the amazing thing is it lands. Right at center ice inside the new building.
1: It lands right <laughs> How on. How did they do it? It that? lands
2: on the Las Vegas Strip, and then 50 foreign people descend on it and start handing it flip cards.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> you got uh, it, Robin. You know yes, the people yes, when you yes, have yes, to yes, walk yes. through the gauntlet of okay, okay, flip now I'm cards? Fast
1: forward to two hours in, they're down to. So now, are they. They're in, they have reached into Earth's atmosphere already. Oh, good. Already.
2: Did they have a separation yet? Did the first stage get was it jettisoned?
1: Now they're down at 12,000 feet. Okay, here we're coming. We're does, coming it do, close. does it go by the 4, stratosphere tower?
2: Robin, can you bring it up here? I want to play a little music there. This is a little dry.
1: It's you're up. No, I'm not. Yes, you are, too. Oh, yes,
2: I am. I got to bring it up here.
1: <laughs> now they are. Let's see how get oh, wait. Shoot. I went too fast. What she said. Uh, okay, so here we go. You drop the puck on feet. me, baby. This is gonna be it, Tony. Can you feel the excitement?
2: What's the uh, What's
1: what, the velocity? What I actually find pretty amazing is that it went up into the Earth's atmosphere. And then it came back down, and it still was down close to Vegas. I mean, you would think that with the Earth's rotation and the time it took and... like it The Earth
2: is moving along, Robin. See, he has space. Yeah,
1: but still, it's a freaking balloon. It's it, not... t- it
2: landed in the middle of a desert. That's where... Be- you've been to Vegas? Outside of the Strip, it's all desert, Robin. Yeah,
1: but and they had a the tracker course. on it. It took two hours.
2: Yeah. As Absolutely. it's going up, the Earth is moving with it. Are you a flat earther, Robin?
1: No. Tony... That's not how it works. That's not how this <laughs> works. How any of this works, Tony? Oh, Dean says they guided it. Okay, so there is some kind of a guidance mechanism on. Where's
2: there. the retro rockets when they have to slow it down? So at least they didn't is... have to go out in the ocean and then fish it out like they did with the uh, the Apollo missions.
1: <laughs> so there, there it is, back in the desert and. Oh, this is
2: the big, thrilling conclusion. Yes, on. the
1: thrilling conclusion of puck drop. What the puck?
2: Oh, look at this. Mission I'm getting, control. I'm getting, I'm getting I'm getting moist now. They sent the WNBA losers out there, to go, the, the losing team in the WNBA championship. How did
1: they guide it? Dean? Dean, how did they guide it? There's probably an article somewhere that I could read about it, so I... I won't bore everybody with the information. This segment doesn't suck. There's is goddamn
2: science knowledge here. This is
1: better than Nat Geo. You don't even
2: have to go to the SciGo app to get science channel knowledge like I do every night.
1: Picked up by the sheriff's office.
2: And it was immediately thrown into jail. And Live PD was there. And they had the Las Vegas police come out and throw the puck in the back seat and take him to the Huskowl and then they beat the hell out of it with rubber belts. Keith
1: Richmond says that's a lot of police overtime (laughs) for a freaking puck.
2: I know, it's (laughs) ridiculous, but it's hockey, Robert.
1: There it is. Dun, dun, dun.
2: That's pretty clever. That's not something that everybody does. This is something that, you know, we used to have the guys coming in with kites into the ballparks. Remember, the Navy SEALs would jump out of planes and land and deliver the first ball. That stuff was fun. And PBS isn't even showing this shit. Bill Nye, the science guy, isn't even breaking this shit down.
1: Jesus. Wasn't that exciting, folks?
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, as soon as the puck landed, as I mentioned, it was seen running down the strip.
1: <sighs> so it doesn't actually 2nd
2: say- say- I'd rather hear why Kapler is still manager. You know why he's still manager, Steve? Because the management hasn't made a decision on whether he's going to stay the manager or not be the manager. In the world of information gathering, which I have been a part of for 50 years, you're just so used to the fake news world where people get a story and run with it without any confirmation. I wait for facts. Mickey Calloway was fired. Gabe Kapler's been in his office. Every single day. They obviously are not going to fire him first. This is my conclusion. Right. If they were going to fire Gabe Kapler first, right, they would have fired him on Monday. Yes. Rosh Hashanah aside. They didn't fire him. So what does this tell you? you are not deep, going to if, fire No, that's not the case. No? If you're a deep thinker like me. Okay. And me you're try not try just some guy who just throws out hyperbole and bullshit on the air to get the phones ringing. They didn't fire him on Monday because he's still under contract, and so for them to fire him, it would have started this whole "Oh my God, they fired him!" But how did, oh, they, keep, how did yeah. they keep? How did they keep? How did keep Lee McPhail in there, who has failed since he's been here and failed, by the way, in his previous jobs in Baltimore and elsewhere? Look at Andy McPhail's record as a boss man of baseball franchises. And I remember when they brought McPhail, and I was on the air at Citizens Bank Park with Josh Innes. Remember doing the pregame show in our little booth cuz yes. we were the Philly station. Yes, yes, yes. And Lee McPhail was brought into our booth early in the afternoon mm-hmm. when we were doing the Phillies pregame show. Yep. And the Phillies PR department came in and wanted to make sure that Josh would not clown on Lee McPhail. They were really worried oh, that yeah. Josh was going to say, "Lee McPhail, how did you get this job? You suck." Yep. So they were there making sure and, and Josh, to his credit, asked him some tough questions. Now, he didn't. He didn't call him. He didn't say, you suck, or that. He was just wondering, you know, because he had been out of baseball. Yeah, he Lee was, McPhail had been out pushing, of
1: baseball. He was pushing the envelope just a little bit to close to comfort level for, uh, for the organization. And
2: teams do not like no one their executives. And remember, we were, in base, we were at spring training. Spring so he's, giving, yeah. he's, he's asking Andy McPhail tough questions. And then we go to spring training. Remember, a couple months later. Oh, I
1: remember. <laughs>
2: no, actually, we were we were at spring training a couple months before, before that.
1: Before, yeah. And so it, so when... we're in
2: Clearwater, up in the broadcast booth.
1: Uh huh.
2: And Ruben Amaro Jr. was brought up to the yes. broadcast booth. And remember, you know, Andy McPhail wasn't under any heat yet because he had just been hired recently. Right. But Ruben Amaro was the guy that everybody blamed for the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a terrible GM. What's he done here? And he at sucked. this
1: point, Josh had not been told to uh, curtail his. He no, but
2: you, you're not supposed to tell yeah, people. No, no, no. You're not supposed to tell people. Hey, be careful what you ask him. That's not. That's wrong. That's what I'm against.
1: I agree with there's you. There's a way. But... There's decorum. There's, there's decorum. A decorum. And then,
2: but you have to ask tough questions. Yes. If you're not, you're just a lap dog, and you work for a radio station. Totally. 100%. And you're a and you're just a puppet and being pushed around Josh, by organizations.
1: I totally agree with okay. you a thousand percent. But there is a way of doing that with decorum.
2: Yes, but what you, but you said, Robin, is that they had to come in and tell him what not to say.
1: Well, that's – no, 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 no. I was saying that it was after the Ruben Amaro uh, uh, interview where they said that's not cool, the way he treated Ruben Amaro. They – Ruben Amaro
2: heard Josh, and he knows Josh is a guy that doesn't pull any punches. And obviously, he goes over the edge a little bit. And I work with him. I like Josh.
1: Oh, I'm not. But now Ruben
2: and I go way back. Because I remember when Ruben Amaro was a ball boy for the Phillies. Yeah. So he moved his way up the organization. So I've known him as a player. I knew his dad. So I've I've been around Ruben. That doesn't mean I'm not going to ask him tough questions. And Ruben knows that. I'll ask him fair, tough questions. But then there was this fear Because Josh Innes was working on the Philly station that they can't have a guy that's just going to run roughshod like a bull through a china shop asking really, really, really pointed questions. Sort of like our media now, who now all of a sudden decides to ask pointed questions to some people but not to other people. That's not how it works when you're supposed to be fair and you're supposed to be a media person. You ask the tough questions when you need the tough questions to be asked. Like when I was working at 97.5, we were the Sixer station. And whenever they would bring in their executives to tell us not to talk about tanking, I would then go on and talk about tanking. <laughs> because you don't come in just because you have the yes. rights to the, to the Sixers and tell me that I'm really not supposed to be talking about tanking even though you're tanking and it's obvious that Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, deaf people could see that the 76ers exactly. were pulling an unmitigated consumer fraud scam on their audience so i refuse to have the guy who runs a basketball team tell me what to talk about i handled it fairly
1: absolutely but
2: they didn't want that they wanted me to say this is this is for the better good yeah did the fans have to know that even though we're paying we're charging them full price that this is good they have to accept this obey it's like watching they live the great Roddy Roddy Piper movie, which was on the other night, and I watched it again. I had never again. seen
1: it, and Tony was it's like, oh, like Robin. "They wanted me
2: to put on sun- they wanted me to put on sunglasses, where I would see billboards that said, obey.'" obey.
1: No, actually, they didn't want you to have the sunglasses on. They did not. They wanted you to be no, part no. Of- they
2: did. They wanted me to obey. Yeah. They wanted me to be a, 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 an alien who would s- just listen to what I was told and go and send the message out. Sort of like a... All these
1: people, great movie, great movie.
2: Love that movie. The fight scene was awesome, too, in the, uh, in the alleyway.
1: Now, tell so me. anyway,
2: my point is, you have to ask tough questions. Let's get it back to where it started. I, go-
1: I agree with you So Lee
2: McPhail comes in, yes. and again, I get it. They hired him, and they want everybody to say, hey, Lee, hey, great, you've been in baseball a long time. The Phillies bring you in, in the organization. They're bringing some, you know, they're, they're bringing in a guy with some baseball chops, a guy who's been around the yeah. block, even though if you look at his records... But everybody liked Lee McPhail. He's a good guy. He's not a bad guy. Mm -hmm. And so when you're a good guy and they bring somebody in and it looks like they're trying to do something to get this organization back on track. Yes. They didn't like Lee McPhail being grilled. So he never interviewed Lee McPhail again. Because Lee McPhail basically went in the office and disappeared for a couple of years. He didn't sit out there and address the media. Ruben Amaro, to his credit, never ran away from the media. People were crushing him in the city. Oh, crushing yeah. Crushing him. But he never, ever ran away from tough questions. Did he like them? Of course not. But he never ran away from them. So now let's bring it to now. So Rube, they bring Rube, they Ruben. Ruben tomorrow's out. They bring in Matt Klintak, right? Another analytics guy. Matt Analytics. Air Your quotes.
1: Favorite. Analytics. Tony's favorite thing. Matt oh, Hello, he's,
2: Mr. Unicorn. He so, He knows. He knows he knows exit velocity. He knows exit velocity. He knows launch angle. He knows he, he, he knows the strike zone. He knows what that guy ate tonight. He wants to make sure you all have those little cheat sheets in your back pocket. He wants to make sure that the catcher has one of those NFL wristbands so he can look after 12 pitches have been thrown and in at bat to see what the throw next. They basically want these players to be frickin' robots. That's the baseball world now. No natural instincts, no this, no that. What does it say? Keith
1: Richmond, 128, or 126, Tony totally agrees with you that analytics should be spelled analytics. It is
2: analytics. (laughs) It's why fantasy sports exist. It's people who take raw data and think it makes them smarter than anybody else the anybody else being people who know basic fundamental parts of the sport, what baseball's all about. It's not about barreling the ball. it's not about launch angle. It's about pitching and hitting, moving the runner, stealing bases, not being afraid to bunt, all of the things that are now verboten in Major League Baseball. That means forbidden, Robin.
1: You're telling me? <laughs> You're telling me? <laughs>
2: Thank you. I'll have some of that later on tonight at, uh, at Screwballs. So, anyway, so now, as I mentioned, they don't fire. So, see, Steve wanted me to break it down. I'm breaking it down. Yes, you are. Like no one else, I guarantee you. Because no one else doing a regular radio show would have 15 minutes to break it down like I do. I don't have to say, well, this, 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 is blah, blah, blah. He's not fired. And let's go to a commercial. The bottom is, (laughs) can we use the analytics on Tony's hemorrhoid situation? I'll let you know tomorrow after I go to the doctor. (sighs) So now, John Middleton, wearing his polo golf shirt today, sitting around, Uh is probably thinking, he's the owner, thinking, what am I going to do now? I can't fire Gabe because then it'll look like I'm blaming it all on him. And then the fan base will go crazy saying, how can you fire Gabe even though we don't like him, despite the fact that he's cut and chicks want to fuck him and all those other things that go on, and then every chick sees his body and they want to go down and right down there, down, 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 and perform analytics on him. So he's tanned, he's good-looking. You know, the guy's a man. He's a man, and he wears wears thongs. He wears banana hammocks when he's on the beach because he wants that full, deep. Dark Santhropetan. and he doesn't have to do blackface I mean, like uh, Jason uh, Justin Trudeau in Canada, and remain the prime minister. But I digress. So now the Middleton has to figure out to eliminate the middleman, not the Middleton, because he can't eliminate him; he's the owner. So Matt Klintak's on the hot seat, Lee McPhail's on the lukewarm seat because nobody really cares because Lee right. McPhail doesn't do anything. Okay, he's just a figurehead. Middleton's got to decide. Am I going to fire Kapler? Come out after all these days and fire Kapler, or am sure. I going to do what seems to be the right thing? If I'm running the team and I'm not, even in a fantasy perspective, you got to fire Klentak and Gabe Kapler. Both. That's at the how same you do. That, that, you want my uh... wow?
1: This is what I would do.
2: Again, I'm not calling for this. I'm just saying if I'm the manager and I know and I understand how the fans feel. You put up the netting, you know, you're trying to do things. Oh, yeah, you want people to come back and pay more for tickets next year. And you're a 500 team. You haven't made the playoffs since 2011. You can't just fire a manager. Because the manager, with all the criticisms of Gabe and the analytics, Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. he was
2: brought in by Matt Klintak because Matt Klintak is the analytics geek. And he brought in Gabe Kapler, who would also be an analytics geek and listen to what the boss man analytics geek told him to do
1: got it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah I'm so the bottom so line
2: is the bottom line is in my opinion if you want to placate the fan base here and you want people to think that you're serious that you spent all that stupid money that they talked about going out and spending it mm-hmm. while teams like the Tampa Bay Rays and the Oakland A's can go out there with 90 something million dollars the Tampa Bay Rays payrolls 68 million dollars and they're going to the, N- the American League divisional series Philly's payroll is like $300 million. And they're playing golf, except today. The weather sucks.
1: How's that analytics working for you? So the bottom line is,
2: you gotta, you got to clean house. The only way you bring back a fan base that sees that what you've been doing for the last couple of years isn't working is you change it. Look at Joe Maddon. Joe Madden won a World Series. Yeah. Eventually, they got tired in Chicago and said, you know, hey, time to make a move. So instead of firing the GM, they fired the manager. Here... The manager isn't the only problem. The manager, the guy who hired the manager, mm-hmm. is the problem because he's the one who handed him the, 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 the loaf of bread and said, you slice this baby up and you bring me a nice sandwich. And that sandwich is a postseason birth. A little extra good again and gabagol on there. Maybe some tomatoes. Mayonnaise and oil? No. Anybody who puts mayonnaise and oil on a good hoagie, sub, whatever you want to call it. It's a hoagie to me. You should be arrested immediately on site. And I know a lot of people out there do this. They'll get themselves a sandwich, or as we call it here, a sandwich, and then they put mayonnaise, which Robin puts on everything. Robin puts mayonnaise on everything. I mean everything. So there you have it. You wanted a breakdown?
1: So you're predicting, and I didn't even and, break what, down but, but to break but, okay, it down. Okay, so you you're predicting, you broke it down, and you're I'm not that predicting they, anything. I'm that, saying this
2: is what I would do, and yes, that's and what the get that's what the both. owner, the
1: owner you're is deep thinking, thinking.
2: The reason the owner hasn't made a decision. But what's the
1: timeline? Do you think? Soon,
2: soon, <laughs> soon <laughs> Grasshopper. soon.
1: Yeah, like soon. What do you think
2: I listen? I'm Mister Thursday Night. I can tell you who's going to win a football game. You think I can tell you what some rich fat cat? Uh, cost wearing. Since you're
1: already, you've already dug deep into your brain and you're doing that deep, deep thinking, can you this at This is like least a deep give,
2: tissue massage. Yeah,
1: can, you, can you conjecture <laughs> just a little bit and be a little bit less vague than soon?
2: Okay, what's tomorrow?
1: Tomorrow is the 4th.
2: Tomorrow's Friday.
1: The Friday, the 4th.
2: All right, here's a prediction. Mark the tape now. Okay. I always say... But see, every time I say mark the tape, are you writing this down somewhere? Yes. Okay, write this down. You asked for it, I'm giving it to you right now. Friday morning, October 4th, John Middleton will pop the collar, put on a nice scarf because it will be autumnal-type weather. You know the guys who have the boats and the yachts and stuff, that crowd? Yes, yes. They get the they get the uh, the pop collar off. On the polo shirt. No, it won't be a polo. It'll be a lacoste. Polo's too low rent for John Middleton. He, he's got stupid money, remember? Okay. And he's going to put the scarf around it or the ascot underneath.
1: Ah, okay.
2: And then he's going to come down and he's going to have a news conference. And then he's going to say, ladies and gentlemen, I know you dumb sons of bitches have been sitting around all week on talk shows and podcasts and wondering what the hell's going on out here. Well, you know, I had a couple cocktail parties. I had to go over to Comcast Center and meet Joe Biden and try to get his campaign back in shape. I had to schmooze people. I'm trying to figure out should I do this during the baseball playoffs? They don't want – baseball doesn't want any of this stuff to happen during their postseason. And so tomorrow there's going to be a bunch of games on during the day. Yes. So this is why this is perfect timing because there's games tonight. There's only one game tonight.
1: So he's going to do this tomorrow morning so, or tomorrow – So for, let, me
2: give, you, okay, let okay. me give you the timeline. So at 5.02 tonight on this Thursday, okay. the St. Louis Cardinals and Atlanta Braves open up the National League Divisional Series with Dallas Keuchel on the mound against Mike Miles – Molochus, whoever the hell that guy is. That's tonight. That's one game. But then tomorrow at 2.05 in the afternoon, in the middle of the afternoon, uh-huh. Tampa Bay and Houston in the Juice Bowl starts. Right after that game at 4.37 p.m., St. Louis and Atlanta will play game two of their series. Okay. And then right after that at 7.07, the Yankees and Minnesota Twins will play. And then after that, at 9.37, you'll have the Washington Nationals at the Dodgers. How many games in one day on a Friday, Robin? That would be four. Four damn games on Friday. Okay. What better day to bury the story that you fired your general manager and your manager than on a news dump Friday? You see it happen everywhere, radio stations, businesses. They they fire people on Fridays.
1: So he's going to do it sometime during. They're going to do it tomorrow morning. No, no, no. Before the game starts. Okay, so you can't do
2: it during the games.
1: Okay, so morning that would be taboo. Before games, exactly. Middleton is going to come out by
2: tomorrow morning before two o five p.m. I'm saying eleven o'clock press conference. Eleven a.m. Maybe maybe noon. Pushing it to noon. No later than noon. Okay. John Middleton will emerge. From his ivory tower. Walk down and grab a microphone.
1: I'm writing it down. Write that shit down. I'm writing it down. As is Bob from Valley Forge. Everybody. And he is going to say the following words. Paraphrase, of course.
2: The Nationals don't play again tonight.
1: Don't get don't don't lose track, Tony. Paraphrase. He's going to say the following words.
2: You're fired. He'll have Donald Trump. He'll have a hologram of Donald Trump on an overhead projector behind him down in the Phillies' clubhouse.
1: Again, paraphrasing. <laughs> 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 You're fired. And he's going to say that to not one, but two people, Kapler and?
2: Klentak, the C&C Music Factory. Actually, they're K&K. They'll be going to K&A right afterwards. All right. And they'll get their lovely parting gifts, It is and Marked. Mark it down. We have it on tape.
1: And now it's 3 o'clock and we got to go.
2: You're damn right. I was wrong. Okay, I apologize. Because I said I saw 502 St. Louis and Atlanta, game one of the NLDS. And then the Dodgers and the Nationals start tonight. So the Dodgers and the Nationals play tonight. And again, they'll play tomorrow. And then the Yankees will play for the first time tomorrow night, as will the. Uh, as Tampa Bay and Houston. So Tampa Bay and Houston and Minnesota and the Yankees, the American League series, will start on Friday, starting at 2.05 in the afternoon Friday, and then the night game, the 7 o'clock start. St. Louis and Atlanta, Washington at L.A. will already be two games in by tomorrow night. You follow me right now, Robin?
1: Yes, I am. And I want to remind people, I want to thank everybody uh, that was Um, that subscribed on the show today. We really, really appreciate it. I saw a little while ago, but Tony was mid-marking tape, and I couldn't interject, or I didn't. I chose not to. Um, But I saw several people that subscribed. One, I believe, was a five-month in a row. So congratulations and thank you. And then there was somebody else that subscribed for the very first time via Amazon Prime. So they got it for free, which is, if it's for free.
2: It's for me. And the credits are rolling. You can see your name on the, at the end of the show. Yeah, so if you've the, subscribed. The way, if you followed. If, if, if you, you listened. Participated.
1: If you participated in the show somehow, you should be popping up on the credits. It happens automatically. It's automatically populated by the program that I use, and we thank everybody, um, especially for your bits and bits and bits and bits. It so helps us. It helps. Propel the show, moving it forward, and exactly we can't thank right. you enough for all of the things that you guys do for us. And uh, show your love. Show your love. Show
2: your love. Show your love. La, 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 la. And then uh, don't don't forget. Uh,
1: even though we are cutting out an hour early here, we we got to jump into
2: family truckster.
1: Be going up to King of Prussia. Hopefully, if you're around, join us up there. Screwballs,
2: have a baby. We'll have the football game. We'll have the baseball games on in there. I'll be there. We'll be kissing babies, slapping backs, giving out great stuff as we always do. Screwballs, King of Prussia, six to eight tonight. I want to thank Kevin Harlan for coming by well, on the phone, at least, and providing us with the longest contiguous last laugh in the history. He laughed longer than the idiots in the audience watching that stupid show that Robin likes and I hate more than anything else on there.
1: Uh, Big Bang
2: Theory. Even the audience in the Big Bang Theory doesn't laugh that at long. at 6
1: p.m. Eastern, so in just a little bit less than three hours. We'll be back for another two hours, and this time... And I
2: will release the Thursday Night Lock and my baseball predictions yes. for all these series.
1: So that will be on um, thepropsnetwork.com. And, oh, there's a correction from yesterday. The PropsNetwork.com, they don't have any offshore betting. It's all legal. Yeah, it's here. all legal. Yeah, yeah, But there's no offshore betting uh, that, they, that they advocate okay. on there. Okay.
2: And um, no touts.
1: No touts, no offshore. Well, no tout But everything, get paid But they give them. you the best information. Like, if you want information on betting, go there. They will tell you about all the different exactly. locations where you can do it now legally.
2: All right, beautiful. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Listen to Mike Schilt, your cardinal manager, who looks like he's 15 years old. Enjoy the baseball and Thursday night football. We'll see you tomorrow right here. Bruno Nation Live. Good night, everyone. No,
1: we'll see you in three hours.
2: Oh, in, th- two hours. in three hours. Whatever.
1: Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app, like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.